This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over West Side, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for West Side niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match, big crocodiles with Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's. Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the tinfoil hat titan, aka the conspiracy realist. A.K.A. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. A.K.A. Jay Johnson, the crowd favorite. I toot my own horn because it sounds like Miles Davis. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, Don? It's your man, Dame. Three underscores, three one three. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for dame. And if you're speaking on dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame in the building, bitch. Uh, welcome back, bitch. Shop Talk Podcast, episode three twenty one. On you hoes, uh, yeah. You know, back for another week of foolishness. You feel me? Amen. Uh, how was your week, my brother? Uh, week was decent, man. Father's Day. Yeah, uh, I was. Father's Day. My Father's Day was glorious. I was showered with the love of my children and. Their gifts or anything from them lists that you put post. No. And so, you know, I'm just putting a warning out here. I I screenshotted everybody that saw my list. No one cares about your list. my nigga. And I promised people would get shot before the summer. I, I just warned Kathy no when I saw her. Detroit no, Red. Nobody getting shot. to shoot them. <laughs> Jay Johnson getting shot. Uh, Trinidad no Anthony. I saw you view my list. Shot. You know, it's a lot of y'all that's going to be walking around with injured limbs. Yo, shoot your, no, shoot your baby mama, nigga. I don't got shit to do with that. Uh, no, but man, uh, the kids got me some cards, got me like a little mug. Happy Father's Day. I mean. Your daddy gets me weak. You know they saying? do. Like, what she supposed to do? You know what I mean? Most niggas are simple. Like, I'm a simple man. Unless it's an Apple product or some firearm. I'm, I'm literally in my in my personal life pretty minimalist. Like I'm going to wash the same plate and fork and knife and cup. And that's going to be my plate, fork, knife and cup for the week. So like I don't need a lot of shit. I appreciate the love for my children. Uh, I was fed for Father's Day, pulled up on a good ass fish fry. Uh, so ate, ate good. So I can't be, you know, what, what else can you ask for? Yeah. yeah. You know, I wish it, wish it was a game, but Steph Curry said he wanted the day off. So, you know, no yeah. game on Father's Day. Yo, shout out to the Warriors, man, doing their thing. Yeah. 
You feel me? They gonna they gonna fuck around did and win record, again next year. Did we record it since then? We did. We did. We talked about it. All right. Yeah, we talked about it. They gonna fuck around and win again next year. I hope so. Shout out to the Pistons in the fucking draft. Hey man, say it the fuck again. Detroit is back, baby. Yo, Detroit is back. This is a really good like I like the move. They're a good young athletic team. They got they pulled off two top fifteen draft picks. In, in, in last in, in the in the draft the other day, Jaden Ivey. Then they got the the young man out of Memphis. He's a he's a power like forward center. Jalen Duran. Yeah, yeah, Duran, Duran. Uh, yo, shout out to them, man, because they I Jaden Ivey. Like I I was watching him a couple weeks ago on NBA TV, and they was doing a a one on one interview after after some summer league shit or something. Yeah, and um, they got in depth with him and was showing his game in comparison to John Morant. And he like, yes, yeah, a big inspiration. And like, it was damn near like, you know how them they it's the exact same. Yeah, they 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 edited it real nice. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I was like, yo, my man, like cold. Like I wanted, like it'd be dope as fuck if the Pistons can get my man's and shit. Put him in the backcourt with K. You got Sadiq Bay. Uh, they, who they get rid of? They got rid of Jeremy Grant, but they still got. I really wish. Stew. I really hope we find a way to keep Kimball Walker. Dog. He he, they gonna buy him out. But, like, we got no veterans on the team. It's a team full of young niggas. There is not a veteran that's worth anything. Like, you know, if, I was thinking, that, like, Kimba is coming off an injury. He ain't really played like that. off the year. bench. Yeah, but if he came off, I wouldn't be mad if he came off the bench with he the second unit. New York. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, before before they shut him down for the season, he or was. Even if he start like the young nigga, you, I mean, y'all, y'all, dope, y'all straight, but like, well, K gonna be the point. Yeah. You feel me? But, like, yo, I'm not mad. Like, we need. Everything. I wouldn't be mad if we kept him, but they they gonna wave him, try and get DeAndre Ayton or uh, Miles Bridges. I take Ayton. Uh, I think they would have to overpay Ayton, and I don't want that to. What's to overpay? Pay him more than his market value, and I don't. Everybody get their market value. Man. I don't, I don't. I just don't want it to put my Pistons in the salary cap constraints for years to come, because you know some of the free agents that we've had in Detroit have done that. And I just don't want that, you know, flex. I want them to have that flexibility for the future. I don't know, man. I think we gotta we gotta strike when the iron's hot. You feel me? I mean, I I like what they're doing for twenty years now. I like what they're doing. I Eighteen. Like, I like the moves. I like the moves that they're making. You know, I'm excited to see that product out on the flow next year. You know. I like what the Pistons been doing specifically. I guess I gotta give some credit to Big Sean. You know, he they the the Pistons ambassador. But they have really embraced uh, the younger, the Detroit culture. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's a thing to go to the games. Like, everybody be at games. Of course, they got the ice cam. We made fun and jokes of it. But, like. It's here to stay. Like, local artists. Well, artists who stay here be performing there. DJs who DJ around the city be DJing at the games and having sets and stuff. Like, they really embraced the, the street culture, culture. Yeah. And. That's what like that's how you build a fan base. Like when your the culture that you tapping into is the same age as your players, like they grow with the players. You yeah, know what I'm saying? They yeah. grow with that. So like you see how like uh of course the Golden State fans is crazy, right? Uh Pistons always had really good fans. But then you see like a Memphis, Memphis and shit like that I, I love that they really tap it in because the stadium is in downtown Detroit. Absolutely. Like you can't have an all white Audience, fan base, yeah. All white fan base. Like I really like how they didn't tapped into 
tapped into what we're doing. And, so. and, and allegedly, Jaden Ivey was telling other teams, like, he, he was vocal that he did not want to go to Sacramento. He made it. He made it vocal. Don't draft. I want to go to a team like the Pistons. His mama played for the Shock. His old man played a country day with Shane Battier. Mm-hmm. Come on home because they gonna love you. Now the only one thing that I said I saw you had you know Patty Mayonnaise with you last night. You know some of these ladies in the city get they get their teeth in you. You probably gonna be cheating in that little fuck ass relationship. This ain't gonna last, bro. This ain't gonna last. Man, who knows? I don't know. You know what I mean? Who knows? Get your little days to talk with you in the city. Go to the Panthe. No, don't fuck with these rat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good time. No, get you some. Get you a kit. You know what I'm saying? Get you some white. Oh, man. Don't do that. Sun, sun jury? That's fucked up, ain't it? I, you didn't have to do that. Like, niggas. Like, like it's fucked up. Because usually we go get you a yeah. kid from Hutch. Hutch. Rest in peace. Like, that's fucked up, man. Go, you, that's fucked up. Eastside niggas go to Zeedman's. To do what? Get jewelry. I, that somebody else had. They never I mean, do you, no custom work. You can get custom work from the pawn shop. Who know? Who doing that? Maybe they, I'm they have. Move. They have jewelers. You can get custom work from the pawn shop, my nigga. I don't know that I'm rapping about that. East side niggas go to Zemans. All right, it's a known fact. Because right. I said it, and I've heard East side niggas say the same shit. They just go to Zemans and get it. All right, shout out to y'all niggas and Zeman. <laughs> I don't know what to say. So, I'm actually, I need somebody to tap in. They ain't just be saying. Why? Why can't you just believe me? I'm the son of the city. Uh, I'm yeah. all over this bitch. Okay, well, Detroit East Side niggas tap in though, because I've never heard that shit before. Hadira, uh, she know. I'm not going to Hadira for my <laughs> <laughs> for my custom jury pieces uh, information. Nah, she got a cold ass plant. And you know what I'm saying? Some uh, some hype. I know Cheyenne got to know some movers or shakers on the east side. That's where she planted. Them niggas go to Zeedman's. That's where the east side. Custom jury work? The east side rappers go to Zeedman's jury jury alone. It could be be the thing. Never in my life heard that shit before. Okay. Uh, I thought I heard Nina maybe say that shit (laughs) one time. You can't take Nina seriously. (laughs) Nina is coming through with jokes and disrespect every time. I thought she she about to say that. But... Shout out to the east side, wherever y'all get y'all jewelry from. But get that young nigga a kid. Get him some some white sticks, little choker, you know, bust down Roly. No, no, don't do that. Young nigga, come here and ball out. Don't go buy a bunch of monkey shit. <laughs> Take that monkey shit off you embarrassing us. Yeah, I'm just what I'm just I'm just really excited to see my Pistons ball next year. It's it's coming. Detroit teams are coming back around. My Lions gonna be Competitive. The Lions gonna be on um Monday night. They got a Monday night game, I think. We always got Monday night games. We about to be on uh the HBO joint. Oh, uh, Hard Knocks. Hard Knocks. You know, I don't really be fucking with the NFL, but I watch Hard Knocks every year. I like. I love Hard Knocks. I like the. I like behind the scenes shit. Yeah, I, I love them stories and high shit. And you, I used to play fantasy football and shit, and I would always get some good picks off what from the team. Watching hard knocks. Yeah. Like, oh, I see who really working in training camp. I said, like, oh, this nigga gonna be good. He don't nobody even know about this nigga yet. I fucks with fantasy football. Maybe we should get like a shop talk league cracking this year. No, I don't fuck with that shit no more. I do. Well, go ahead. Yeah. Boy, have at it, man. I think that'll be live though. Yeah. I mean it'd be another thing for me to win. Alright. Another thing for me to win. So I'm with it. I'm yeah. with it. I'll make it happen. I'll be commissioner. Um so man. It's a thousand dollar buy in for my league. You put the money up first. 
I will. <laughs> just just like you did with your with your weight loss challenge. I did. I'm still drinking my. You said I brought. I came. Now you, you remember the one you you collected all the money for? Yeah, that one. I <laughs> that had crooked to win. one. I, I was. Shit. <laughs> I wasn't giving y'all niggas the money back, so I had to win, and I beat everybody. You feel me? Yeah. So so let me just, just keep it funky with me. Did you cheat? How the fuck I cheat? I'm asking. We wage we we get on a scale. It's no cheating on the scale. I'm saying you can you know you you good at technology and manipulating shit, making shit seem like something that it's not. Did you cheat? No, my nigga. Okay, I was just in really good shape. All right, <laughs> you ain't never cheated to win nothing. Nah, cause that that's that 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 impedes on my ego. I I need to know that I'm better than you. Okay. If I, if I cheat to win, then it's like I'm I'm admitting that you're better than me. And, I've never cheated either. And you never you're not better than me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, if I gotta cheat, like I don't nah. Okay, that's fine. So I, I wanted to ask you something, and I'm glad I'm glad I got you here for the podcast. You know, now when it comes to some of my homies, I'm I'm like the elder statesman. All right. In in some of my friend circles, you know, I got. You know, I, I hadn't talked about this before, but like I, t- I said it on Twitter talking about Verge. It comes an age in your life as a man where you'd be like, I'm done playing outside. Yeah. Like I'm done playing basketball. I'm done playing. All- what what age was that for you? Uh, About 10 years ago. Okay. After I tore my Achilles, like all my, my, my athletic shit was done like in the gym or like on a field like we doing workouts it was I, I just stopped like playing pickup basketball like that shit was like you know what i'll take that back because i did I, I did hoop in the league after that it's probably about eight years ago okay probably about old man league ago. y'all kind of slow half, I mean, a lot of half court basketball no they was niggas younger than us okay i mean i mean i'm 40 now so eight years ago i mean I'm I'm in my prime <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to low key I was in the best shape of my life when I was like 32 okay like uh I was really in my prime but uh I just really don't have time All right. you know what I'm saying like uh you think you still got still got some juice left what you mean you you think you can run like a full court game yeah okay I still run you know what I'm saying? Like I still, I still walk every day, like four miles. I could still, I still jog and shot. Like I could still run. My stamina is, is a one. I'm just not like trying to go to the hole. Like I, it's, <laughs> it's like if I got some free time, it's usually in this. Like I don't one. I don't have any free time. Okay. okay. The last what six years we've been doing this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying this takes so, up quite a bit. Uh, prior to that, you know, we went to the gym like four days a week. You know what I'm saying. You know, we played golf on Friday nights. Like I went to, we just got into other shit. I've never played golf. Yeah, I kind of wanted to get. I've never even done like top golf. I've kind of wanted to get into it. Man, I, I want. I mean, a set of clubs. I started with like a little, uh, uh, some clubs I got at a, um, at a state auction for like thirty five bucks, and we started playing and shit. And then I'm like, well, I want, I want, I want like, I want real clubs. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Then I went and got a real set of clubs and shit, and we were playing every Friday. Um, right there on Evergreen and shit. Or we'll go to a couple different joints. But when we start doing a pod on Fridays, like, well, I, 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 I gave up golf. I can't, I can't play on Fridays no more. You know, only reason uh, I, only reason I asked about the athletics shit because I, I was talking about it on Twitter about a week or two ago, asking niggas like, what age should they give up? And I had to think back. Like, I was probably, I was a little bit younger. I'm not, I'm I've not never ne- seen you do anything athletic. You want to look at my phone? Been- you want to look at my phone? I'll pause. I do not. <laughs> it is not. That's not like a not because like we just never been in the setting yeah. where 
we about to go do some athletic. Nah, and I'm not gonna sit here and say like I'm some like I wasn't out there like like MJ. You know, I wasn't hitting the triple double in the backyard. Yeah. Like it's a whole lot of fouling, a lot of body checking, you know, shit like that. I might put up four points in the game. You know, I'm not I'm not out there hooping to death. But I remember like the incident that made me stop, like kind of give up that shit. Verge has something to do with it. Oh really? Explain. Yeah. Because, like, when I left, I moved out off of the block. I was, like, 19. I got my own apartment. And, you know, you just you just don't be there every day. Yeah. And in my mind at the time, Virgil was, like, 12. But realistically, he, like, 14, 15. And I remember, like, coming back around the block, let's say, in the springtime. Well, how many, how many years older are you than Virg? I'm, like, four or five years older than Virg. So I remember, like, coming back in the springtime, and Virg had, like, a crew. Like, I knew the little niggas because they was, like, homies, little brothers and shit like that. But, like, they wasn't little niggas no more. They was, like, teenagers. They 15, 16, 17. They like a crew. And, like, I remember one summer, like, we played outside with them niggas. And they was throwing hard-ass body checks, you know, picking and rolling. Like, them them niggas was a well-oiled machine. All they was doing was hooping all day. I've always been a bully, though. On the court, like when we playing, like if you next to me or we waiting for it, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch you or hurt you. <laughs> like I don't know why it's been that way. You know, it would be a lot of elbows, but them niggas is like young and strong and athletic, and they pause and they like worked us. Pause. To, we used to, you know, hooping outside on the pullout rails. I used to be, I'd be terrorizing dead. <laughs> like, like what? Am I, I don't know. I have no idea why. You've you been a bad friend. I'm That's older. just how y'all play. You I, older than Dan? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I figured like y'all was like the same age. Nah. So what's so crazy is like how much one to two years really means nothing. Like when you're an adult, but like when you were like elementary, middle school, that shit seemed like. Oh shit! Look at these little niggas. Yeah, like <laughs> and that's and that's how I looked at them. But like they was like it's. Again, in my mind, Verge was twelve, but he was really like fifteen, sixteen, like. Yeah. Them niggas was young men. And, like, when niggas don't do shit but eat hot pizza rolls and play basketball all day, you know, they got a different level of strength and they spry. They can still run up and down the court. And one of his little niggas had, like, springs. Like, he was dunking in, like, ninth, tenth grade. I think the last league I played in was, like, 2015. Like, 2015 was the last league I played in. Okay. Um, Yeah, I'm fairly sure. Yeah, I don't do I don't do shit athletic these days. I walk the dog, and you know. I mean, I, that's four miles a day for me. Yeah, I, I'm definitely not doing four miles. We do them maybe like six to eight blocks. Uh, in the morning, you know, take them down to the corner of like beach or some shit and back. That's a mile. I mean, it's a mile that way. When I get to the corner, my watch be like one mile. So you take yeah. it back. That's two. And at night, we pretty much do the same thing. Okay. Uh, so that's at least four miles a day. Uh, just walking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but, shit, I still run, too. Well, I, it's more of a jog. I can still get in, like, two miles in about, I don't know, about 15, 16 minutes or some shit. Okay. You still trying to keep in shape? Yeah. I, got, I'm, I think I'm always going to be able to run because... Running is just your thing. Yeah. I mean, since I... Yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty much always be able to run. Okay. Um, But... Yo, I did have something else happen this week. I just want to keep people updated on because I feel like niggas be invested in my health journey. 
So, you know, I'm still doing dialysis, but I had a port in my chest. We finally got that bitch the fuck out. So, you know, I'm ecstatic about that. So I can stop taking like whole showers and just like stand under the shower <laughs> and let, you know, yeah. let it let it, let it get me how I supposed to. So I'm looking forward to that. I got to get clean for a formal event. So, yo, <laughs> this is funny. I, so I got some old co-workers of mine. Uh, is She's turning 50. She's about to have her 50th birthday party. Now, I ain't going to lie, man. This co-worker and her husband, they've been extremely good to a nigga. They've done, they've really extended themselves and like kind of jumped into like an aunt, uncle type of position in my life. And they just really good people. So she was like, hey, my 50th is coming up. I really want you to come. But, but I know how you get down. So you can't come without no date. And I'm like, huh? She said, I need you to have a chaperone all night. So unless you decide to bring a date, you're not invited. She said, at the at the very least, you should bring your oldest daughter if you're not with somebody at that time. But you can't come by yourself because, you know, I might, you know. You might what? Get get two or three Jack and Cokes in me and start acting like Ray J on stage last night. You know, I can. And she don't, she don't, she just really don't want me like. She was like, ain't no sand at this beach. Everybody that's coming is coupled up. Like this and not like I don't need you trying to, you know, be on some nigga shit. But I have changed. I am redeemed. I will have a nice day and I will be on my best behavior. That's what's up. You know, you've been changing the whole podcast. Every, Amen. Every, every, Amen. <laughs> the Lord is married to the backslider. Yeah, but every week, every year, every everything is, you know, I'm a changed man. I am. I'm getting better <laughs> by the day, my nigga. All right. Ain't, ain't this a better Damon you see sitting in front of you? Six years? Six years, Jason. I've gotten progressively better every week. Yep. In some area of yep. life. Yep. <laughs> yep. You know, it's so wild. I be listening to some old episodes and watching some old clips and shit. I'm like, yo, it was really wild at one point. We was. I don't think we as I don't think we as wild as we used to be. Old age. You know, we 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 mellowing out. I think we more the shit still be wild. I came across right. a clip from when we was talking about that sex doll. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we was talking about the sex doll and putting some lube around the lips of that bitch. Uh, you you, <laughs> yeah. you, you tried to throw me up under the bus? He's a wild nigga, though. <laughs> I said the bitch need a little bit of KY. You know, you just can't have rubber on top of rubber, and I stand by that. He's a wild nigga. <laughs> no, you're a wild motherfucker if you got a sex doll. That's a fact. <laughs> like, or, or no. We are, we accept a lot stranger things than that in this society. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> look, man. Oh, shout out to uh, T from Detroit Alchemy. I recorded Dame After Dark yesterday. That's going to come out. You'll hear this first. And then just at some point in the week, we'll drop Dame After Dark. So you That's can, what's up. So you can hear about the sex party. Come with an open mind, though. Come with an open mind. And she said. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ain't about that action, stay your ass at home. This ain't a sex party ain't for looking around. It's for sex. So that's what the fuck you're going to get when you pay your money for the party. Now, that don't guarantee you no sex, but, you know, sex is opening on the table. So me and her are going to talk about that. So y'all on, throwing a party? She's throwing a party. But I just wanted to hear about it because I've, I've talked about it lightly. Like I used to, me and one of my exes used to go to like swinger parties and shit. So I mean, she she explained that it's a little bit of a different experience, but I'm not gonna give it away. You're gonna have to tune in to Dame After Dark, and we'll go into it and explain it. You know, hopefully answer all your questions. And if you, 
you know, got some more questions? Are you feeling pull up? Yeah, feeling a little froggy. She opened up some options to, you know, help you get help you get your feet wet. So mm. good Damn. times. Damn, I'm about to say something. I forgot what it was. Should we? Nah, nah I was gonna say something crazy. I let it go. No, we're not throwing a, uh, a shop. No, 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 no. no. I was, I was gonna go that far. I want, I do want to throw a little kickback. Somebody gave me an idea that I'm gonna explore a little bit, but I would like to throw it into the summer. No, summer started this week, my nigga. We ain't got to wait till the end. I was just saying, like you know, just an end of like you know, kind of give it a theme. End of the summer, shop talk, kickback. No, the theme is shop talk. Okay, we out here. We pulling up. We we out, we have we out here. Y'all, y'all pull up. I wanted I would want it to be like a live podcast situation, but then like I want to enjoy the kickback yeah. function. You know, if I want to be functioning. If we do some live shit, it's gonna be uh, video only because I don't feel like taking all this the equipment and everything. We got some 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 lapel mics. We do some shit. We and do just get that shit on video only because just talk and kick it to people, work yeah. the crowd a little bit. It, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? It, it'd be a lot doing all that other shit. Yeah, but and I'm, I want to be. I don't. I, I want. I want to have a good time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to. You know, I want to eat. And I want to mingle. Have have a little cold drink in my hand. You know, smoke a little reefer. So listen, man. Let me let me explain something. Um, we was talking about last week, and uh, we've been we've been on the pie for six years. Amen. Some of this shit is ain't like, it a blessing? Like family. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But y'all don't necessarily know me, right? Okay. Like you always say that. Like you share a lot of yourself, but you don't share everything. Yeah. And like I don't so half the time I don't like talking. Believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? Like But you talk a lot. On here. But like I I I I don't sometimes I just don't want to talk right okay and sometimes or sometimes people will say when they come in here and they book time or whatever they were just expecting like a different version of me like they want me to be like on and like I'm not right <laughs> right this ain't my show I'm just here providing this oh I want to bring something up before we get into also, the topic you may be a week. stranger yeah and you know me possibly and I don't know you and I like. I'm not always like on, like, hey, hey, everybody, this is Jason Johnson, yeah, and like, you know what I'm saying, like, and sometimes, like, when I'm when I'm but when I'm at an event, I am kind of on because we mingling and and, and the events and, be ours, so like yeah. we have to. There's a certain level of you know entertainment value, I guess, to say that we got to provide. Yeah, but then it'd be interesting, like when you when you get to know different people or you get closer, they be like, you know. I'm, like you were a diff like I was expecting something different from what I heard on the pod. Oh. And like mm, they wanted to see the villain Jay Johnson. I like I don't, I don't know. Okay. I, I like I don't know. I just, you know, <laughs> you got to be me in real life. I don't know. <laughs> uh it just be like, you know, like so people that we think we know, celebrities and all other shit. We don't like, know them niggas. I don't know these niggas, dog. We know the character that they play. Yeah, like we really don't. So the the even the some niggas play really good characters. The opinions I got of certain artists and certain people on television, I'm like, man, I don't like this nigga because such and such. It's really like a. Can I even say I don't like a motherfucker when I don't even know them? You just don't like what they're how they're portrayed in the media, and I think yeah. that's a fair, a fair assessment. To so say. I may say like I don't like some of the takes that some person makes, or in this particular like, eh. But I don't know. I just was thinking about that shit because some I, I hear that often. I'm like, yo, I was expecting you. To, 
I'm like, what? You want me to? Hello, my baby. Hello, my <laughs> Hello. <mom. laughs> Soft shoe ass Michigan J Frog. Oh, got it. And, I, you know, in real life, uh, I'm cordial with everybody that come in here because I be at work. Yeah. It's like a job. You know what I'm saying? Move in, move out. And then <laughs> it's a thin line because you want to be friendly, right? And, and cordial, but you can't be too friendly because, you know, in 15 minutes, somebody else coming, so I need you to leave. Yeah. <laughs> right? So it's not like you, after everything, we just about to kick it for two hours. No, you really, you really got to It's move. a place of business. Or, and once you're done conducting business. Or this could be my 14th hour up. Yeah. And I need you to go home so I can go home. Yeah, I feel you. And start editing or eat or insert. Sleep. Yeah. It just be interesting. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So somebody somebody asked me to bring this up on the pod today, and I said that I would. You posted something this week like, what's my name in your phone? Yeah. Yeah. I had to point to somebody. Uh, but 95 to 98% of the people, uh, it's just Jay Johnson. It was one interesting response. Cap. <laughs> it was one interesting response from Cap. <laughs> what I assume is a is a young lady. Uh, it was a young lady. It's okay. Okay. You want to talk about it? I'm not really. Oh, okay. All right. I just want you to know that somebody, I know that I saw it. Somebody was like, wait the day. <laughs> like, wait the day and get a hold of this. But I'm like, yeah. I screenshotted it. Just just in case just in case you tried to backtrack on it. I just I want mean, you, I just want you to know I, I mean, saw it. I'm not it. surprised. I mean, a good candidate, a good <laughs> candidate. I mean, the shit should have been twenty five percent that, but you feel me? What uh, makes you a good candidate? I mean, you got to ask them. Okay. You know what I'm, I'm just curious. Because everybody, I think, for the most part, most people think that they're a good candidate. I I don't know. You think you're a good candidate? For the right person. Okay. I'm, I'm not a good candidate for everybody. Because, <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm not, like, <laughs> in my personal life, I'm, I don't want to reveal the group chat, but I'm really not, like, the nicest and most compassionate and considerate person. Yeah. Throughout the majority of my day. Now, if I'm kind of sweet on you, that's one thing. But just like across the board, I'm really kind of probably I'm pretty difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. I don't have like the best sterling attitude and all of that shit. So, so no, for the wrong, I'm not the catch for everybody. That's a really good way to put it. I think I'm a good I'm a, I'm a, for the right type of person. Yeah. Uh, you got to get my sense of humor. You got to be into some of the shit that I'm into. Like if you don't smoke weed and ain't got no tattoos, like we probably ain't gonna. I probably ain't gonna be like a good fit for you. So, so the woman would need to have tattoos, or you think uh, so? Your tattoos would be uh, no, no. Just so I'm just gonna say, just from my experience, if I've dated women that like don't smoke or don't have tattoos, they can be like a little bit of judgmental about those two things. Smoking, I can see, because like I, sure. I want to roll up before I eat. And smoke. I want to smoke after I eat. Yeah, because they don't want their clothes to smell this way. Like, I don't want to be around you. Yeah, I want to smoke, like, when I wake up some days. I want to smoke and then fuck. Like, that's just, that's my thing. Yeah. Like, that's what I like to do. And if you don't smoke, like, it's probably going to seem a little excessive to you. And then on the flip side, like. You don't want nobody calling out your habits. I mean, you can call out my habits, but I don't care how much you call them out. Guess what? I'm still smoking. And if you don't like that shit, go somewhere else. Now, the only place where you can have, like, dominion over my smoking is in your house. Yeah. But other than that, like, it, for the majority of the – anywhere I go, I'm a drive. So guess what? I'm a smoke in a car because it's my fucking car. And if I'm driving and I want to get high, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. So if we at my house, I'm going to smoke because it's my shit. And I just don't want to hear it. Yeah, I can see how that can be an issue for somebody. And then, like, women that I've dealt with previously that didn't have tattoos, they'd be, like, a little judgmental about a nigga that's – what heavily just, tattooed. What they just think yours is whack. 
Well, clearly the bitch don't have good taste and she don't belong here no way. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> you can't teach everybody class. <laughs> so get her the fuck up out of here. What was that uh, rappers I believed in? <laughs> Joel Santana freestyle on uh, the BET Cypher? Yeah. That shit was dope. You can you can you go to the store where you buy the da da da. Some, 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 but you can't buy a class. Yeah. yeah. Like that shit was like. Rappers I Believe. We got to do another one because Barry gave us some good names for yeah, Rappers I Believe. Barry in. on for uh, uh, Rappers I Believe in part. I got to go listen to the first one so we can make sure we don't double up some of them same names. Yeah. And then we. Because I feel like we had Dave East on the first one. I'm fairly sure. I mean, who the fuck? Anyway. Who the fuck is da- Dave East is a king. Nobody say who thought he was about to blow. But then that sound too. That sound too disrespectful. And I don't want to come off that way because. He had the Nas cosign. He had a couple records. Have you ever heard a Dave East record on the radio? No. Not even not even a, a feature. I don't even think I have. And that's not saying because I'm fairly sure he's a six he, he doesn't he doesn't go to work at yeah. <laughs> he don't work a nine to five like I do. Maybe on so, New York radio he pro he might be a little bit more prominent. He but, probably like on uh Sirius XM or all that. Yeah, shit. but like though I look at like New York radio is different. Like if you is it? It's like the hub for rappers. So, like, there's a lot of shit going on rap-related. A lot of the big studios for, like, Sirius. All of that shit is in New York. So, like, nigga, I can just pull up. But terrestrial radio, I don't know that. Like, at 2 o'clock in the morning, yeah, but that's not here. Because, like, they syndicated. Hot 9-7 is playing not insert dude down the street. They're not playing Papoose on Hot 97. <laughs> Papoose has more appearances on Hot 97 than spins on Hot 97. Like... They not doing that no more. Yeah, like late night in certain, in the, like maybe in some the, mix shows or something show, like. Yeah, yo, did we about this? Yo, slide DJ in Envy some new Papoose. We slide in, insert like yo, that show that's on play for forty five seconds. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't know that unless they're like other stations. Like so, we got WJLB and we got like a one hundred two point seven. Yeah, what? It's Power one hundred five. It's the other station in New York. So like I don't I don't want to shit on Dave East, but I just don't think that he getting No, this is off Dave East. Since I'm talking about like the local rap scene yeah. in New York. Like I don't know that Your Mama and them no records more. is yeah, getting love. No it's probably hard as fuck to get on the radio in New York now that I think about it. And guess what? I had this conversation with somebody else. We can act like radio don't matter. It does. That shit fucking matter. It does. Cause that's you you got a hit. When radio take a part of it, it's a hit. I didn't found songs recently on the radio. It's because it's a hit. Like I've, I, I legitimately found songs on the radio. But, I have, like how the fuck would I? What's the fat nigga who always sounds sad? Uh, <laughs> uh, he he began to ride waves. Yeah, where the fuck would I heard that besides the radio? Like in my personal life, nah, I feel why you. do I know ride wave songs? Because I heard them on the radio. I would never in my in my regular go searching out for Rod. How Wade. would I? This yeah. nigga made a song about the song sound like he want to keep making a song telling people to kill themselves and shit. Like I don't know why he's so depressed all the time, but I don't like this depressed music thing because it don't even sound like it sound like you encouraging people and not expressing. not awareness, yeah, not expression. Like, I can't wait to on my on my grave and like eh, this is interesting. But like I heard that shit on the radio, like. Uh, Roddy Rich, I heard some of them songs for the first time on the radio. Yeah. You, or you're like, oh, that shit kind of dope. Or you do the Shazam, and yeah. then let me go, let me go, let me go take a listen to that. Like, yeah, but some of that shit I just wouldn't go searching. I, I feel you. I feel you. The radio is still hella important. Yeah, 
And niggas still want their songs on the radio. There's a certain amount of clout that come along with that shit. And the radio dictates where you going to go tour at. Because when there's a tour coming to Detroit, that artist is on the radio weeks and months in advance. So when the tickets announced, you, oh, shit, I do like that song. Yeah. Because Clear Channel or Radio, radio 1, 1, like, data, not only is it the radio station, we're also the biggest uh, concert promoter in the country. So, like, the radio, it matters. Now, is that where you get 100% of your music? No. Is that where you listen to 100% of the time you're in the car? But every time I get in the car, the radio was on first. Yeah. Before And it still has the pulse of shit. It, it still it still drives the pulse. When uh what you call that shit? Uh Kodak Black's joint. What's this? Super Grimmer. Super Grimmer. I'm talking about that shit was on that shit on the radio all the time. Yeah. It made me download the the original version. I'm like, oh I like this custom version. Oh. Because you can't he can you can't really get off on the clean version like he was getting off. I'm like, oh, this shit does. I find shit on the radio. It's like when they added explosive to the radio yeah. and cut out corrupt whole first verse. Or smoke weed every day. Because yeah. it's that pause and he come back in. Everybody try to catch the pause and say smoke weed every day. But they don't, it like smoke every day. <laughs> in any event. Yeah, the radio still means something. So It does. Uh, speaking of rappers, I want to say rappers I believed in, but you see the double XL freshman, freshman cover? Yeah, I did. We got... Two Detroit artists on there. Shout out to Lando on the Hip Hop Lab. They yeah. got uh, Baby Tron, mm-hmm. and then Team Eastside's own. Well, you can just say he stands as a solo artist at this point. Babyface Ray, for sure. Baby it's a good Baby, look for the city. Babyface Ray. Uh, it's it's funny that he a freshman. Yeah, look, you you take the look when you get the look. Yeah. I mean, because like, he been putting in work for a long time. Yeah, yeah. On the national scene for a yeah. couple of years. Um, so yeah, man, that's a, that's a good look for, uh, I like the baby Tron look too. Cause like Lando really like kind of been, that was like a really organic type of movement. Yeah. It was interesting how the kids rap now. Yeah. It's like, uh, cause I seen some of them freestyles and I just didn't know what I mean. I wasn't by, catching it. Like, so in your lunchroom, when we growing up or some shit like that, is a different style of niggas in a circle. Absolutely. What's Young Dog from Flint that everybody took his rap style? Uh, Y&J? Yeah. That's the new rap. Yeah. Right? So a friend of ours, uh, um, a mutual friend, son, started rapping and shit. Okay. And uh, that's how he rap. You know what I'm saying? And it's, and it's not... So it used to be looking... You listen like, man, what's these kids doing or whatever, whatever. But like... No, this is what I know. This is what I heard. This is how you're supposed to put words together. And this is how I do it. This is how you do it. And it'd be interesting when you see these kids like, man, I didn't know you see you in a car seat. And now you, you know, 18 years old and you rapping. And it's like, yo, this is wild. Because, <laughs> but it's, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's, it's, it's cool. But like, that's how they rap. So when I'm listening or, or judging, insert. You, you have to listen with that type of ear or yeah. level of thinking. So like when the Migos first popped, I didn't think them niggas could rap because it sounded different. Yeah. But then when you actually stop, when you listen with real ears, I'm like, oh, oh, they actually can rap because it's hard as fuck to keep this flow pattern and stay in this pocket for this amount of time. Yeah. And shout out to J. Cole, because when J. Cole go on tour, he be taking some some seemingly random people on there, but he be trying to embrace that shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So when he dropped. KOD, he rapped that whole album with the Migos flow. And the quote unquote. He did. The the quote unquote 
hip hop lovers so, sort of like that double time. Yeah, they enjoyed it, and it, that's the old to like yo, y'all can't discount other people because you don't like their content and say they can't rap. No, they can rap on a technical level. They rhyming these words together. Like, so these first two words rhyme, I rhyme two other words, and I go back to the other first two, and I keep that whole pocket for a whole song. Nigga, that's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, that shit difficult. And to come up with the catchy hook and go in and, and go two and two with people. Like, that's difficult. I like the and, and they can rap. I like the Migos. Now, if you don't like their content or their subject matter, rather, that's something different. But you can't say, yo, they can't rap because they rap fast. That's like saying Twister can't rap. And Twister can rap his ass off. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to shout out to shout out to shit. You're talking about Cole. Thing. I seen a video of him and Cam in the studio. Mm. Hopefully they cooking up some some magic. Oh yeah, he did. Cam did intro, intro his last album. He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Killer. How you say? How you know I go by Killer? <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, that was one of my my. You know what my first rap name was? <laughs> Humor me. Killatastrophe. <laughs> 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 Back in the eleventh grade, because you know that was like that that supreme battle rap. You had to have like that was one nigga uh, in school. His name was Disaster, the Lyrical Master. Like he was like the super. I'm a cannabis fan. This nigga was like <laughs> super duper. So you know, catastrophe. So I was. It was just killer, and it just you know. But then Cam. <laughs> I, um, this was '98. This was before Cam was calling himself I, killer. I, I killer. understand. <laughs> but we yeah. all got to start somewhere. We all got to start. But then it became like a a a running joke, killer, right? And you know, I told somebody, and now they switch my name and they phone the killer. (laughs) Oh, okay. Tell somebody else to switch their name and they phone. To what? (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. That's uh, all I got. Yeah, man. Interesting week this week, man. Yeah, yeah, but it's a lot of shit that's going on in the world this week that, you know, I feel like we need to talk about. I want to go a little bit lighthearted, then we get into the heavy shit. You want to end on a heavy note? I do. Okay. I do. Versus is dead. Is it? It's dead. Last night uh, was a shit show, and Versus should die. Why? So, So the thing about Versus, it was a big deal when we couldn't leave the house. Like, that's how we... It was like a, a form of a concert, but, you know, we missed the live performance aspect of music. Mm-hmm. And Versus kind of, like, filled that void. Versus has seen its peak. Like, we, we've we seen the best that it can be, and now we're just getting, you know, some hodgepodge bullshit when it comes to Versus. I think Versus is all about the matchup. Um, and some of the matchups that we still want to see, we haven't seen. Who we do you want to see? We haven't seen T.I. go against Rick Ross. We ain't seen Lil Wayne go against anybody. Like there are different names on there that you would like that you that you would see. Like I I watched the eight ball and MJG and UGK one. I think shit. some names are too big for verses, or they feel they're too big for verses. Patty LaBelle did verses. How you bigger than that? The Isley brother. Like what? You're not bigger than verses. <laughs> but that's Swiss. I mean, Alicia Keys and John Legend did the first one. You're not bigger. But than that's Earth. a different vibe. That's 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 a, it's the the rules are a little bit different with the legends. What I'm saying is, music stretches all ages. Like, it's not a hip hop like because Swiss and Tim did it. People assume like this is like when Patti LaBelle and them was up there. Fam, it wasn't a bunch of 22 year old men in there. Like. That shit is a, it's a global, I mean, it's so Apple Music. Yeah. Like, it's global. 
You know what I'm saying? So I don't know that versus is dead per se, but uh, the matchup's got to be good. I think last night was talent. a very bad matchup and very bad talent. Well, I would think that you will probably have to go more original verses for some of these people and play their songs and not do a live performance. Because let's take Jeremiah. Like he got auto tune on his voice for 100% of his songs. So he don't sound good live. He always sounded like that. But when you got that titch, that pitch or tune correct, whatever, like that's you, a part of his thing. Yeah, you can make, you can. Make something out of nothing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you, you like it's like Roger and Zap without the thing, fam. No, <laughs> like you gotta. <laughs> I need Zap. <laughs> like, I need. Zap. I need the Zap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, if you, if Bobby V and who whoever the fuck was on it, who they all in town right now at, at the Aretha, by the way. Tonight? Yeah, it's a concert going on right now for damn near everything that was on Bobby Versus. V, Tank, Sammy. It was, Mario, yeah, the, Ray J also? I don't think Ray J on the lineup. Okay. Uh, but they had uh, Shane Park, a.k.a. Aretha, like right now. Uh, but, like, you would have to play their songs. And I think that verse sounds differently. I didn't watch that shit. I seen the lowlights of it. I seen, like, it, I don't even know who some of them people were. And they seemed like they, was on, they wanted to fight or beefing. D-Ray had to come out there and, like, calm people down and shit. I'm like, I don't know what was going on. It was it was. It was interesting. But like for that, I think it sounds differently if you play their records back and forth. Now, when it switched, when the elites started rapping their own songs and performing, it was probably, I think it was Jada and Jada and Fab really started this shit when they started performing that D first one. I feel like it was DMX and Snoop. Jada and Fab was before that. Okay. I okay. think. I think. It was around that time, but I feel like it was DMX and Snoop kind of helped usher yeah. that in a little bit and as it, well. And, they, and that got an idea like, oh, we can do this on the stage. And this. no, remember Teddy Riley tried to had a tried to had a band, but he kept running into technical issues. Yeah. So maybe he Teddy. Wanted, well, Teddy wanted a a higher sound quality because niggas was just playing that shit off their phone. Yeah, he wanted no. I will run this shit through the right inputs because if we gonna play the record, we want to play the record. Yeah. Uh, but like if they played the songs. Mario songs, I think. Well, Mario can sing, can he? Like in real life, I guess. Um, I'm not. I'm not a good judge of R&B talent. Yeah. Besides myself, but if they played day songs and didn't do that shit live, like Jeremiah's songs is lit. Like he always got a fucking hit record somehow. He's always on. A, he's on a record and stuff like that. But yeah. like singing that shit live, that shit sounded horrible. Cause some of these niggas not live performers. Yeah. Omarion is not, you know, live performer. -ish. Like. Lamarion, yo, yo, you're. This is not meant as a shade or. Let's, let's make it shady. Let's make it shady. No, that's just not just, like I don't think his strong suit ain't never been vocals. You know what I'm saying? Okay, your that's strong fair. suit is the performance, song yeah, and the song itself. Like some niggas can sweat. Some niggas not really good rappers, but they can swag their way through a whole fucking album. Yeah, a absolutely, song, absolutely, you know what I'm yeah, and like. That's what he really. That's does. what they sell is the the, the sauce, yeah. not the like. You can croon a little bit, and that should have sound good. You know what I'm saying? Like T Pain can sing. I do. You want to hear a whole R and B album from T Pain? Meh. No. That's what he was dropping was R and B albums with a little auto tune and some rapping. Right, but like, that's not what you want to hear. Do from, I, so. Just a, a song, a whole album of R and B ballads from yeah. T Pain. I'm not interested. No, but I can. I. I I'll give you a. I'll give you three minutes and forty seconds, and I can 
melody, melodic tune this shit the fuck out. I don't know that Omarion shit was ever I'm just strong vocally. Cause no. have you ever heard a ballad from him? <laughs> like Uh yeah. Uh <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name. Well, because guess shit. what? I don't listen to the nigga music like that. So I've never heard it. I got an icebox where it's not my no ballad. Used to be. No. It's Keisha, not Keisha Cole Love is a ballad. Ba- yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't got nothing where Yo, we about to drop the bass and the music out, and we the the focal point of the song <laughs> is going to be voice. yeah. Mm-mm. Nah, that don't mean the icebox don't go hard because that shit fire. But like, Amari, got a couple got a couple songs I like. He got a couple bops I For like. Sure. He, I mean, he, superstar was my shit. I like that. Couldn't tell you what it sound like. Be my superstar. Yeah, I do. Okay, okay. I'll and then Fifty Cent rapped over it, and it was real good. Uh, I like Icebox. Yeah, I'm. I'm not weak and no shit like that. Why he do a lot of? He should have did some B2K shit like that would have saved him. I don't know. I already got bring out some bump on bump. I don't know, man. But if the if everybody can't do a live performance, some you got to play the track. So I was a little confused. Why was other niggas singing Ray J song? Um, was Ray? Did Ray J write the song? I don't know. Like Sammy and them was singing. Y'all watch this shit though. I watched the lowlights because I wasn't interested. I didn't when I saw they had they was having like an undercard for the main event. I wasn't really interested. Ray J is a really good example. Ray J makes some good records. Ray J cannot sing. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? But I can swag my way through a song to the ditch to be like, I know this nigga not really singing on one wish like that. I really do. I know he not. But I like this song, though, because the beat is melodic and every. <laughs> 14 seconds he'll be on key you know what i'm saying what do like, we call it like when you when you layer up vocals you yeah. you can sound like a really you can sound like he got a really strong voice when you do them doubles and you got a good you got a good engineer you can sound like he got a really strong yeah. voice but live yo that's not the look that's not it's not but if we play records back to back i think it'd have been a better experience okay i can i can see that you know i can see that uh but with verses you got to get the people what they want to see and now they want to see niggas perform. I don't know that that's what we want to see. <laughs> I think that's what people expect. Yeah. I would be cool with two rappers up there playing the song and then they'll they'll rap along with it every once in a while. But I don't need it. I don't want to see you in concert on TV. I, I, <laughs> I feel I, if I'm I don't want to see you in concert on TV. I feel like that's, we, not, that's not how we that's not the memory of the song I got. The memory of the song is me listening to the full production in my headphones. I, in the car. I, I give you that, but like when I look at like the greatest verses, to me the best verses battle was Locks versus Dipset, and we saw those songs a lot differently on my end at least. Like when the Locks got up there and perform, like when Jada did the whole monologue before New York, like they gave the song a different feel. That was a different version. I mean, that was one of the greatest hip hop moments. Period. But I think some of the greatest verses was in quarantine when we was just listening to the songs. Okay. What? What? Jante Austin and the other nigga. Uh, Jante Austin and um. It's another song, right? Was it the Dream or no? But like nigga, that shit was lit because and they played the song and everybody in there. Sean Garrett. Sean Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. Like nigga, them hits after hit after hit. Like that shit was live, and we and we didn't know some of the songs that them niggas had written, yeah. so it was like, oh, I didn't know you did that. Everything was a hit, and it wasn't them singing the song. You was remembering how you felt when you was seventeen, and that shit playing. It's like, yo, this shit lit. When fucking Jazzy Faye goes against insert person here, Manny like, Fresh, wasn't yeah. it? 
No, that was Manny Fresh and Scott Storch that went against each other. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, them shits was lit because you was hearing the actual songs and not like, like them shits, them was really good versions. Eric Badu and Jill Scott. And they was on stage. No, they was at the crib. Oh, on on stage. At yeah, they was <laughs> remotely. They was, yeah, they was at the crib. Yeah, that's what didn't change when they started bringing niggas together. Yeah, but like, cause they wanted the sound quality to be better. And I think, I think also some of the verses became like less concert and more confrontation. Yeah, because remember, like the Jeezy. Gucci main battle is like, is they, is it gonna be cool? Is it niggas not? Wanted violence so bad from that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad it ended how it ended, but niggas wanted violence so bad, and I was like, damn, everybody's just watching, waiting for something to happen, waiting for a tragic event to happen, so they can be like, yeah, man, because everybody had that nigga. It couldn't be me. I couldn't be in front of a nigga who did this and this and that. And that. It, it it was so much about everything except the music, and. In retrospect, looking back, I'm so glad it ended that way. That was a good versus, though. You know what I'm saying? It was. That was a good versus. A little like, pe- lot of tension in the room. Also, Mario, Sammy, and all them. That's not my. That's not my era. When I'm watching the verses, though, it seemed like the whole crowd was singing that shit word for word. I, I couldn't tell you none of that shit. You know like, what I'm saying? But so, I, but I feel you. Like I was grown. That that music didn't. Re- I remember Mario being on 106 in Park, but I was like an adult. Yeah. Like I didn't care about so that like, type of shit. I didn't care about braiding my hair. Yeah, I may not be the one to, to, to judge if that was good. I know the singing wasn't no good on say the acapella singing. Oh, that shit was trash. But like. When them motherfuckers were singing them songs in the audience and screaming at the top of their lungs to a Bobby V song that I have never in my life heard, but everybody was singing that shit. Yeah. Who the fuck knew? <laughs> All right. So, I mean, so, they sold out their reason. <laughs> they hear that bitch right now. Yeah. So a bunch, uh, bunch of young girls down there hollering, singing, singing along the bunch of shit. I don't know. Yeah. So, so if like, what's some other names you would want to see on verses? You mentioned, you mentioned Wayne, uh, T.I. Yeah, this the uh, this the lineup that's at uh, Chain Park right now. Okay. So is Mario, my nigga Lloyd, who is the voice of a generation. Facts. Uh, Bobby V. Is this Maya? Yeah, it is. And Sammy. I wouldn't mind seeing, seeing Maya downtown. I wouldn't mind either. <laughs> I had no idea. Like, Sammy? Who this? Who is this? This is like a robber. <laughs> Who's that vagabond? Yeah. He had. How y'all do a versus with like four songs? Now, Sammy, you got twenty, or maybe that's. I don't remember your. I know your thing. I don't remember the name of the one. But but again, that's that's a Not different me. age yeah. range. Like we weren't into that type of music. Okay. Sammy could have five six albums worth for all I know. Like I just that's wasn't into that nigga music. That's a fact. I wasn't reading right on at that point in my life. I didn't, I didn't want the post the posters <laughs> in my room. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Uh, yeah, man. So listen, I mean, there's like if Ti and Rick Ross did a verses, you're not watching. Yeah, but I, but Rick has already done a versus. Why would he do another? Because he said I didn't even get into my bag. He said I want to. He said he can do a whole nother one. He won't use any of them songs. And Rick got that many records. He does. I just don't think he uh, he only he stayed like within two albums. He's like I didn't play nothing from uh, Deeper Than Rap. So I didn't play nothing from this. Like I'm ready to do another one. Where's that? I think that's that's just the talk. That's no. Just, he one hundred percent is like when you look listen at the verses. 
he stayed in like within two albums. Or may or maybe niggas and had a reality check and like they know they really can't go bar for bar with that nigga. Like and that's and I'm cool with that. I want Ti versus Lil Wayne. Okay, I wouldn't mind seeing that. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to see somebody go with Usher. I want to see Chris Brown and Usher. I'd like to see somebody go with Usher. Like who not watching Chris Brown and Usher? And then we know, but both can sing. That verse is a be fucking lit. That versus you would have to pay to see that in concert. Like you'd have to pay a premium to see them niggas. Man, that shit going down in Vegas, live from Vegas. Yeah, you'd have to pay a premium to see them niggas. But like, I think niggas would pay. You pay sixty dollars to see. Uh, well, I wouldn't, but somebody would pay sixty dollars to see live in person. Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you the sixty bucks, but to watch on my television, watch on your no. TV, Usher and Chris Brown. Fuck no, singing and dancing. I'm not paying sixty dollars for shit. Sixty. 60! 50. International P. 50. Um, no. Niggas will pay 50. That's an easy 50. They're going to give you about two hours worth of content. I am not paying $50 to see a lot So, of So a young lady wanted to come over to your house to watch the verses. Oh, I want to watch Chris Brown and Usher. I will You're not going to pay the you. $50? No. Jason. Jason. So this the young lady who knows where I live at is going to stop fucking with me because I didn't pay for this weekend. I, I don't know if she's going to no. stop fucking with you. What I'm saying, don't you want to? You, you don't you want to be a gentleman? I'm already a gentleman. Order some wings. Watch Chris Brown versus Usher on your wall of eighty inch TVs. I'm not doing it. Just not doing. I think it. you would. I think I won't. Okay. I, mean, I, just, I, I just I know I won't. I just think you would. I would stream it on a fire stick. I mean, it'll be on. I'm okay. not paying sixty dollars for why? What if you couldn't find the link? That's the only way to watch it is to pay for pay the sixty. We're not watching it. Cause I don't I don't I'm not I'm not sixty dollar interested. But she is. Make her evening, Jason. Listen. Make her I, evening. I don't know how we switched to this topic, but that shit is whack. Come I'm on, people trying to see the villain in you. I'm and see that I'm villain. the good guy. I'm not a villain. I mean, you trying to feed her wings and shit. She's going to go Captain J to get wings and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jason gave me a really good recommendation on the, the honey barbecue wings. Oh, bitches fire. <laughs> them bitches is fire. You get a little lemon pepper seasoning on them bitches, don't you? They be, no. They be always ask. I be like, no. <laughs> like, what, what, no. They probably push them over the edge. Nah, I'm straight. Uh, lemon pepper shit. You know what? What I want niggas to stop doing? Stop, stop cooking, stop slaughtering that shit in lemon pepper, parsley, and you shouldn't be cooking everything. Hennessy does not need to be a glaze either. What like, should what should, what should the glaze be? Niggas. Tell people what how, how they should eat. <laughs> Just get some sweet. Tell like, people every, the, the garnish for their food. <laughs> everything, everything shouldn't be Hennessy wings. What's up? Covered so it. When Co- people go to when people go, I don't eat seafood, right? Okay. But when people go get lobster tails and all that shit, it's the exact same shit. That's on all of that shit, right? What, it's a like bunch butter? of butter and a bunch of whatever the green shit be. Like that's what they put on all the damn their seafood, all the shrimp. It's the same <laughs> shit. Like stop doing that then. We we just get do, something else. We just overdo it. We just overdo it. And, that's I, a fact. and I'm not a and I'm not really a huge fan of them them bag boils. That shit look poor as I mean, Yeah, I don't I don't want it. That shit look like slop. I don't I don't want to. Like that's what I don't want to. My grandfather used to feed the pigs. Like it legitimately looks like that. Yeah. Because it used to be like in a 
metal half circle and it just it used to be slop. Like that's what it looks like. I've been to restaurants they just like line a table with newspaper and they throw them shits down. I don't I don't want to consume my food that way. What's so interesting is like y'all think y'all doing it high class. I don't give a fuck how much that shit costs. That shit look bad to me. It look poor as fuck. I don't want to have to eat out of a plastic bag with gloves like I, on my hands. I, I don't want to. Slum dog millionaire <laughs> status out here. We we on cardboard boxes in, in slop out of a plastic. It's my birthday. Bag. We going to eat food out of garbage bags. <laughs> Turn up, hey! Because you know your your palate ain't strong. Your your palate ain't good enough for this slop. You keep I mean, that I shit. Do. So nigga, I remember one time. Niggas <laughs> be killing me when they be talking about your palate. Bitch, shut the fuck up. B- before these bags got out of control, I remember I, I was with somebody and they ordered one and they never had crawfish. And they was telling them, like, you know, these bitches come whole. And she was like, I don't get no fuck. I want the crawfish. So, like, when we get the shit we get, <laughs> and we get back to the house. It's live. It's and the motherfucking live. eyes are staring at her. Now she ain't hungry no more. Bitch, we just spent $70 on these bags. Hey, well, I'm going to eat every last motherfucking crawfish in this bitch. You got to be a fucking savage to eat a fish with its eyes in it, dog. And that's how I know. Then call me savage, nigga. Yeah, that shit's fucking Call me savage. fucking savage. Think about that shit. That motherfucker's still looking at us. I don't give a fuck. That shit's savage. Dude. I don't give no fuck. He dead as hell. That's like another. That's like a bear eating you. <laughs> Whole body just sitting up there, eyes, nose, ear, like. Mm. Am I lathered in garlic butter and tastes delicious? This nigga, eat living you. in garlic butter. Fucking bear, dog. Bears eat you alive. Nigga, they don't even kill you first. You see that? They're did you see that video? Do you see that video floating around where that cub bit that lady in the face? Yeah. Leave these fucking animals alone. Leave all wild animals alone. I am not a proponent of fucking with animals. Just leave them bitches be. Man. If one cross your path, just go the other way. Like, y'all don't... Just two ships passing in the night. Y'all don't need to fuck with each other. (laughs) Bears are terrifying, though. (laughs) It may be, like, the best designed... Like, if we about to have a war of, like, you get your animal, I get mine. Battle to the death. I'm picking a fucking grizzly bear. You always, you always get on this bear shit. Them bears make you uncomfortable, nigga. Yes, bears make you uncomfortable. A grizzly bear specifically. Yeah, if they black, you can probably get out of it. Them brown bears, they gonna kill you. That <laughs> motherfucker stand up. He 14 feet tall. He taller as a tree that you got climb up. That he can also climb up. I, I know you don't fuck with, with video games, but on Red Dead Revival, you can hunt like a grizzly bear. And eight times out of ten, that bear gonna fuck you the fuck up on the game. I always wanted somebody to make an African safari game and allow me to hunt like a leopard or some shit. Like you be the leopard and like you you hunt someone else, other animals oh, and okay. shit like that. And you can be in, insert. I'm sure they got something like that on the Oculus. Man, I always wanted to. I always wanted somebody to play that shit like with, with cool graphics and shit like that. Yeah. And, or you got to get or or it's a you a fucking calf or some shit, and the the you got to get away from the hunting left and right. There's no getting away from it. They get away. Someone every now and again, you get away for the day. You may not get eight today, but the circle of life, like that's like living in Detroit. Where you constantly got to be, your head constantly got to be on swivel because you could be prey at any moment. Yeah. Wow, that's a that's a bar. That's a hell of an analogy. It's crazy out here, man. It's there's three different things that happened this week. It's like I know a lot of shit been going on with guns, but the shit that be going on in the city is why I will never give up my gun. Okay. Did you see the video of? Broad, I hate when people say broad daylight as if it's another daylight. Yeah. Uh, and what if the is sun is out, it's broad daylight. <laughs> uh, unbroad daylight. Hmm. 
halfway daylight. I don't know what the fuck that means. Because it's, it's so much emphasis that it happened broad in broad daylight. daylight. <laughs> like, nigga, mo- anyway. Um, nigga walks across the street to the gas station, walks in the gas station, takes a gun out, and try to shoot a man in the head while he's holding on a his baby child. Yeah. on Father's Day. And the gun jams. And my man like, kind of smacked the gun and shit. He ended up getting caught and arrested and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But like the mentality of that, like my nigga, it is Father's Day. It's Father's Day. Why do you want to kill this nigga so bad? Uh, Who's clearly being an active father in the at the moment, holding a baby, holding a small child. But did you you ready to throw it all away? Like you in real life in twenty twenty two, and you think you can walk into a gas station, shoot somebody in the head, and not be on film? I don't think that people understand the capacity of like that. Everything is being taped. I don't think some some people just don't get it. Especially like I think older people like just because you don't see just because you don't see the camera don't mean that that shit ain't taping your ass like you, I'm not saying that you're not mad at this person that this person could. And, possibly- and I wonder like what led what interaction between these two gentlemen led to that point. I'm not saying that it's right in, in yeah. any stretch of the imagination. I'm but- not saying that you're not mad at this person. You possibly want to get revenge for some imagined or actual wrong that you've been done to you. But are you ready to throw your own life away? Like you literally just gonna walk in there, shoot a nigga white holding his baby, and you think you're gonna go home and live the rest of your life normal? Like that's not how it works. Yeah. Like, so if I'm going to if I need my revenge, I need to do it somewhere a little less conspicuous. You know what I'm saying? Like gas stations in Detroit is a whole nother like that's a whole nother genre of danger. Nigga, so when I first seen the video. It was a nigga in the car doing something. I'm thinking something about to happen with him. I didn't know that the guy in the background that was walking across the street was the person I'm supposed to be looking at. He just walks casually, takes the gun out, put the clip in, and the bitch jammed. I don't even, it don't look like he even cocked the bitch back. He tried to shoot him in the head. Yeah. Like, my nigga. It's broad daylight. On a Sunday afternoon. On a Sunday afternoon. Yo, it's niggas like this out here, right? Yeah. So I'm in the if, if I'm in a gas station and I'm walking in and the nigga in front of me has a gun in his hand and tries to shoot somebody in the head, I might have to shoot that nigga dog. My life is in danger. Because if you just tried to shoot him, now I'm a witness. Yeah. You possibly go. Who yeah, who said you won't turn try and turn that bitch on me and it don't jam? Clearly this nigga's crazy. Right, yeah. you you clearly crazy, and I have no idea what you' about to do next. If you would pull a gun out in broad daylight, <laughs> fucking name of this episode is broad, broad daylight. daylight, okay? In broad daylight, and shooting holding a baby. Whatever the problem was between you and this man, when you walked in and seen him holding the baby, baby face is laid against his face. From you can't shoot him. You a cold motherfucker. You, you gotta a cold get a, motherfucker. You gotta get a reprieve. Yeah, you gotta. You fuck. a cold motherfucker. Fuck it. Gotta get his ass the next time. It got he old nigga. It you use it should them, be a code. Use the old rules. Yeah, but niggas is crazy here. Yeah, it is. They legitimately crazy here. So I saw a video in Vegas where a guy had pulled. It was Arizona, not Vegas, and they were arguing out. It was two gentlemen, two white men arguing outside 
one had a gun, the other one was telling him to put the gun down and, you know, stop being a pussy and fight me like a man. And he went to look like he was going to swing on the gentleman with the gun and he shot him. Yo, that's not a good idea. Fam. He that, shot him. That you about to appear to your inner tough guy and get me to put the gun down. Put the gun down, Craig. Now you man. No, nigga, you gonna get your you gonna get your dumb ass shot. You can get shot. Another thing that happened. And, what, and, and since we talked about Craig, why didn't Craig family jump Debo? His Debo mama, his, his mama, you want, his your, da- you want your mama and your daddy? Just, fight just hear me out. His mama, his daddy, his sister, Smokey, and Craig was all outside. They could have beat Debo ass, or they could have gave him two hundred dollars. Because none of this shit would have happened if, like, deep outside of the Debo shit, right? And all this shit, Debo shit happened because they was trying to get $200, by the way. Um, and the $200 that they got, Felicia ended up stealing. Whatever. But, like, Big Worm about to kill me for $200. It was a shooting on the block, and y'all all come outside like, y'all seen Craig? Y'all seen Seth? My nigga, I'm about to get murdered for $200, and wouldn't nobody give me $200? It was, it was tight in 95. It was tight. No. Y'all I'm about to get murdered. They should have beat Debo ass outside. He should have never put the gun down. When I watched the movie the first time, I put thought, the gun down, Craig. When he when I watched this shit the first time, I thought he shot him in the face. I'm like, wow, because I'm in the seventh grade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wanted that to be there, I'm, but you wasn't expecting that because he'd been the quote unquote good guy throughout the movie. I wish it would have ended like that. What if you would have just shot that nigga in the face? <laughs> it, it wouldn't have led to two sequels because now we know Craig a killer. But Craig, that's been that's that's how every movie gonna end. Craig gonna kill somebody. Well, no, but Craig be a different nigga in the hood. He got a different level of respect, and now he got now the, the next Friday he got to live up to this 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 reputation. I, I don't I don't like your interpretation of Friday. I don't like it. Right. What else happened in the city that we need? Oh, Man. that three year old boy got found in the before okay. that. All right, forty one year old man. In the gas station, seen a seen a uh, young nigga harassing some women and shit, harassing some young girls. Like man, leave them alone. Shoots that nigga, dog. Yep. Like at forty one, this is me or you. Yes. You see a nigga hounding some women, black women, in the gas station. You step in because that's what you do as a man. Nigga shoots him. And then walks outside in broad daylight with the gun. That's just how Detroit be, man. My God, damn! I don't, I don't like that excuse. These people, listen, these people exist out here. Them not the niggas who is following rules and gonna give a fuck about registering this or registering that. So when you tell a motherfucker he can't have a gun because da 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 da, no, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I need to protect myself for crazy motherfuckers like that who will go into a fucking gas station in broad daylight and shoot a nigga because he tried to check you for harassing women or shoot a nigga while he's holding a baby in his fucking arms. These motherfuckers is crazy. And, and the thing about it, like, not not only are they crazy, like, these your neighbors. You walk past these niggas on the street every day. They live in your, this your neighborhood gas station. <laughs> they, they live around here. Yeah. You see these niggas at the pick and save. You see these niggas at at glory, like you know the, you know they faces, you know the faces of your killer. This shit is fucking wild. Then then we had the then we had one other incident where the three year old the three year old child was found uh, dead inside of a freezer. Uh, allegedly, CPS has been called to this home, or there have been thirteen calls to CPS. They only came out once. 
Uh, they said, I guess the the mom who's thirty years old uh, said they gave the kid away or some shit. Yeah. The family, this and somebody was like, somebody go check on that baby. We they did a wellness. We they did a wellness check. We ain't seen that baby in a while. He in a freezer. And then there were five other children still alive and living in the home. That's traumatizing on a whole nother level. Because we had a case like that yeah. a few years ago with mm-hmm. a young lady. Uh, she was clearly uh, mentally mentally well, challenged. So I had this conversation at work. We've been putting a lot of emphasis on mental health. Mental health, mental health. I think we misconstruing sometimes. We got to check on our spiritual health. Yeah. Some of these people, it ain't the mental it's the you got demons. Demons, yeah. You got real spirit. true life demons. Like something's going on, and and some of the stuff we classify as as mental health. No, we got to get our spiritual shit right. I'm not saying that you got to follow insert particular religion here, but something ain't right. Yeah, something ain't right with a lot of people, and I can see them though. You you feel what I'm saying? Like it, I like it's been this way for a long time. Like. They just look different to me. I can look at a person and tell that they not well. I don't know. It ain't like they glowing. No, no, no I get shit, it, but it's but a di- it's a different look in their eye. You know, what I'm, it's a different movement. They it's a different interaction with people where you can tell like somebody might be a little little touched, yeah, and a little off. Working in the public and being interacting with people, a lot of people not well. A lot of people not well. I try to be. I go on my but, way. But but who to, who am I to judge how well you aren't for me to take? For me to take something from you What you mean I'm not trying to take nothing from you But like When I'm out and interacting with society I try to make it a point To be extremely nice to people I try to So, But but who's to say like Why am I the barometer that Jason need help I can see something ain't right about you Because God bless me with the gift of discernment I can see it on you Okay, It ain't my It ain't my Like I can see it, and I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm not the person that, that goes to all the strangers and say, "Yo, this person need help." But what I can see is that we need to get our spiritual welfare in order. Oh, I agree completely. I agree completely. I just don't know, you know, what or who is the determining factor to like. You. It's a responsibility that you may not want, but we all respond. Who is it going to be? What other human being you think is a better? I, one? I don't know. It's like. Because something would have to be status quo across the board. Like, what you, you got to check off so many boxes before you get some help. I'm not saying that we should implement a system where you get spiritual. I'm just saying in the whole, we should put the same energy that we pushing towards mental health, see a therapy okay. and everything like that. You need to get your spiritual welfare in order. I got what you're saying. And because saying. the drugs and the alcohol are opening you up for possession of spirits. That's what happened. That's why they okay. call it alcohol spirits. Spirits, yeah. You are open. I didn't, I didn't think you were going to go there with everything that's been going on. Some of the, you killed your kid and put him in a freezer? That's not some regular, oh, I just had, I'm depressed. No, that's a, that's other, like last week when I was talking about the young lady who, who, Killed her five year old yeah, daughter. That's that's something else. That's something different. That's when something she, talking to. And she in the song singing that the devil trying to take my seed from me. Like something's going on. Yeah, yeah. Hindsight being twenty twenty, but you singing that the devil trying to take my seed from Th- me. Those are the signs, or those are the beginning signs that we kind of like. Oh, you know, Clarissa, she just crazy. Like that's that's how we, 
You know, they, they're doing this for attention. Yeah. Nah, man. Yo, we got to We got to make sure that we spiritually grounded. And I'm not talking about you have to go to Pastor Kenlock Church and oh, I don't go to get your spirit in order. Whatever that looks like for you, explore that. I can't tell you which path. No, I, I get for. what you're saying. I it needs saying. to be on the list of of the the yo these the things. The, the, spiritual self care. Oh, self care Sunday. Get your spirit right to do it. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. If it's the sage, everybody want to do the sage. Fuck it. If that's what's gonna keep you sane, fuck it. Keep saging like a motherfucker. Smoke the sage. <laughs> yeah. Roll up some stage and smoke that shit. And, and when your body start going in convulsions, <laughs> like keep keep it lit. Yo, people, we we it's it's, it's a it's some spiritual warfare going on, and people are winning. The, the, it's a battle for your soul, and, and uh, you know what's funny. Like I I sage my house, and since I did it, somebody that's like that had meant something to me in my life ain't never been back to the house. I've never did a sage of the house. I don't, okay, I don't know nothing about sage. Um, I know a friend of mine. She does it. I'm a call. I'm a caller. I'm like, yo, come sage my shit. Yeah, you should. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, I Smudging is what they call it. Smudge the house. All that shit. Yeah, Smudge, you should. Sludge. Incense, some music. You know, because um, I got a singing bowl. You know, I, I you know, I want to cleanse. Man, the devil is busy. All the time. It was a man here locally again. This been a wild week. If I know, go follow Crime in the D if y'all not from here, so y'all can understand what the fuck be going but, on. But is if you not from here, like the shit don't. So it's a it's a bunch of these pages in it different is. cities, and it's the same crazy shit everywhere. But I mean, like we from Detroit, so we I don't want to say we understand this shit, but like we see it so we much. We normalize it. Yeah, it's not. This is not normal. Somebody from out of town, like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, it makes sense. Why the fuck y'all bankrupt? Because y'all spiritually bankrupt. Yeah. So y'all financially bankrupt and you spiritually bankrupt. Oh, speaking that word, Pastor Jason. This is fucking crazy. Uh, 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 somebody sexually broke in, sexually assaulted a 78-year-old woman. Young guy, too. Like, what the fuck is going on? In broad daylight. Yeah. Somebody's grandmother. That's a grandmother. It's a great grandma. Why are you getting... What? Clearly, I never understand that level of thinking because to me, it's so far gone, but guess perverted. What? But like, what 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 would make you get on top of, or try okay. and force yourself into that woman? This is a, you know, Doctor Umar was right. Some of y'all niggas got to go today, forever. Like I know. Guess who was also right. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be you. I I want it to be you. Hillary Clinton was right. Some of these motherfuckers. Super super predators. We knew you was going to be like this a long fucking time ago. We knew that this nigga was going to be like this. Now, it don't feel good coming from that white woman because she probably think everybody. But you knew that nigga down the street was going to be like this. You knew it. From from a young age, uh, you knew this nigga. Now, you know there was a strong possibility what path he was on. And look at it. He... On that motherfucking path, motherfuckers are super. Some of these niggas got to go. Ain't no love for a motherfucker breaking in a fucking old lady house and rape her. The nigga gotta die. Period. I mean, he'll die in prison. Says who? Niggas, we, niggas we, enact justice behind bars. Why do niggas think that? Because it happens. Do you know that for a fact? Do you like, like, you know how many niggas go to jail every day for rape and all this shit? And every day, niggas is not getting murdered in jail. I'm not saying. Well, it doesn't have to end in murder, Jason. What I'm saying is, 
we think that that's just how it goes. Now, we may not fuck with you, right? Or you may get fucked up or some shit like that, but we'd be like, fuck it, he'll get in the prison. What if don't nothing happen? What if he What if he the best fighter in there? Ain't nobody fucking with him because he'll fuck them niggas up. You can be the best fighter, but you can't fight six, seven niggas. Maybe I don't have to. I'm connected. This is my man's. He's safe now. Like, we just assume, like, oh, fuck it, he gonna, he gonna get in the jail. They gonna rape the nigga in jail. Like, how you know that's about to happen? How do we even know that's, that's like... That's just how jail some, politics work. That's just how TV works. Because I ain't been to prison. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... That, that shit on TV, like yo, in TV, if you get li- if you get uh, listed as a child molester, it's about to be yeah. Nigga, every we- single day, all day, them niggas get is one. I'm 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 fairly sure one of them, at least one, come in every single day, because them niggas is getting arrested all the time. Yeah, and going like, and then they get out of prison, not fucked up. <laughs> like I don't know that. Well, maybe we think they fucking up is emotional. Maybe niggas not letting them eat. Maybe niggas is raping them in jail or making them do strange sexual things while they're there. So everybody in jail just a, a sexual deviant and want to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like we just assuming that there's another in jail who wants to rape another. Like I don't. I think that we think that. that I don't sh- think that's just an assumption. I think you go to any jail across America, it's a nigga in there taking assholes. Well, or getting assholes. So I just say from people, might be consensual. Some people that happens a lot. Yes, I don't think. I'm not saying it can't, because depends on what's what, where you at. It could be West Coast, East, like jails are different, prison systems are different all right. around. So I I'm never gonna find out. I'll just put it like that. So I remember I always remember seeing a, a video of Boosie talking about his first day in Angola, where he saw. <laughs> I damn near don't want to go to New Orleans, <laughs> just in case a nigga public intoxication, mistaken identity. I don't want to go nowhere near that motherfucker, dog. I never been to Mardi Gras. I definitely want to go to the. Internet. I want to go, but I don't want to go to prison. <laughs> just be a just be a civilian when you get there, man. Don't drink. Mistaken out. identity, my nigga. I'm black too. Two white people. White woman say she got raped. I'm guilty. Wow, Jay. <laughs> like yo, it's him. He's he's from between four feet and eight feet, 150 to 300 pounds, bald head with braids and dreads. <laughs> That's him. Like what? I don't, I'm a, I'm afraid. Okay. I do not want to go to prison in Angola. Have you ever been arrested in another state? No, I've only been arrested one time, and it oh. was here in the southeast Michigan. It's not that bad. It's not that bad, nigga. You ain't you only been to jail for a couple of nights, nigga. You ain't you ain't did no. I never did no prison. No, no, I, I never see her. <laughs> you front. in the county, nigga? That's, that's not, well, not even a, you may be in the lockup. Not even necessarily. I've been, the a, county. I've been in county. But like I got punched some, <laughs> you I got punched some motherfucking hard in my face in Monroe County. I thought that white boy broke my shit in half. Yeah. I ain't never been hit that hard in my life. Ain't never been hit that hard in my life. Yeah, you know Monroe County is not for black folk. The end. I'm all right with that. <laughs> the end. I ain't that. That's it. Yeah, man. Uh, this we we got it. We living in a sick place and. Remember I was talking about like why do people be shooting up schools and why do this these motherfuckers is crazy. We got, want we, to. we got our own special version of crazy here in the city. It may not be mass shooting, but individually you can niggas kill enough people in a week to equal out that mass shooting. Yeah. Every week. I wonder I wonder why killing is just so second nature in Detroit. Like why are we so comfortable with it? It's poverty. It's exposure. It's long term exposure to poverty 
does this. Here's a here's a here's a here's some some data. Well, I'm gonna reference some data without okay. giving you no facts because we're on a podcast right now. When we look at the murder rate and the crime statistics, right for for gun violence and gun deaths, rather sixty percent suicides. So over half of all the murders and homicides, sixty percent suicide. Okay. Another percentage, four to seven percent, is police deaths. Every time the police kill somebody and or you kill the police, take that out. And the rest, the the large majority of the rest, over like 33%, is niggas. It's highly populated. It's a Detroit. It's Chicago. It's St. Louis. It's Compton. It's, it's impoverished areas. And guess who is in impoverished areas? It's not because we niggas that that's happening, but it's specifically in impoverished areas. When you look at Chicago, this shit is happening in one place, not in Illinois. It's happening on the south side. Yo, it was 30 deaths in a... It's in a, it's in a very central location. It's an old block. We don't got a bunch of murders in West Bloomfield. Niggas is not getting shot and knocked off. You're not going into the gas station in West Bloomfield and shooting a kid, trying to shoot somebody. Holding this, shit a happen, this shit happening in the hood. Like, when they're like, what do we do about all these deaths? Well, let's see. They're all happening. And well, it, what do you do about it? What do you do about it? You if address it's- the poverty. Because that's what it is. It's a 100%. There's not, there, there is a, that's a statistical anomaly. That the highest rate of murder well, all these murders happen just happen to be in a, a, a all black democratic run impoverished. So area. if you give more money, you give people more money. You just changing saying, what the poverty is. Who said that was the answer? I so said. What's that? I said address the poverty. Actually address poverty in the country. You get how? A, how? Well, what causes it? Lack of money and resources. Lack of education. Lack of, lack of education. Lack of housing. Lack of proper food. Um, lack of. Uh, healthcare, healthcare, like address poverty, and then you don't have as many murders. It really is you don't have as much gun violence because it's like if you look at a when you look at a map and at all the places where all the 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 violence happens and all the the large numbers of these show not the school shootings but regular everyday violence when you go on crime in the D <laughs> look it's Southeast Michigan that star is right on Detroit. And Flint and Grand Rapids. It ain't coincidence that we there. It's been a system that have placed us in poverty as well. That helped guide but, us there. But and is then that, that's is where that the system of poverty going to take just how it took 30 to 40 years to implement it. Is it going to take another 30 to 40 to try and fix it? If so, we got to start now. Because if you think, oh, how we fix it, we're going to make another law. Say you can't have the gun. That's why that's, that would make th- these niggas stop shooting each other if we made it illegal for them to have a gun. Nigga, it's illegal for me to shoot somebody, but I just shot somebody. Okay. We don't know what to do. We don't know what what this problem is in America. But, but we don't know what but, to but do say, to get the gun poverty, down. Saying this poverty is still throwing a broad net over the shit. Like, it's not giving me... No systematic solutions on how to make this shit better. We just I'm changed. Sp- I'm, I'm specifically telling you where the problem is at. But if we never address that, oh shit, 
all these murders happen to happen in one or two cities in a urban, a densely populated urban area. And it just happens that these ha- these school, these the, the place that this happened has low income, low, um, low media income, low um, test scores. The schools felt like it's not a fucking coincidence. What the else the fuck you going to do? You out in the street doing dumb shit because what, what you about to do? Okay. You left high school at Tim in the 10th grade. What you about to do all day? You chilling around and some shit going to happen. You trying to get some money in your pocket. So when you about to go get some money, you maybe you out here swiping, maybe you doing whatever the fuck you doing, and then a nigga want to shoot you and take your shit. Yeah. But if I had, if I grew up in an area where I actually had an opportunity, some of these... Look, it's a it's a direct correlation to where all these murders. I mean, I, I, I think happen. I think it's a good theory. I just don't know how it's, how. it's a fact. Yes, I do think that's a fact. I just don't know how to fix it. That is the theory. I don't know if just dealing with the poverty, how long is it going to take and how realistic? Because in my mind, once you change what poverty looks like, it doesn't get rid of poverty. It just makes it look a little bit different. No, you can get rid of the poverty. Okay. Now, will they always be a class system? 100%. But do you don't have to be a, a below the poverty line. That's a, that's a specific number. Education, all that shit. Like, it's not even a... Like, you look at a fucking map. It's not even a clue. I mean, it's not even like, I wonder what... Damn, I wonder what's happening. Look at it. That's what they all happened in that. But when we act like when, when a tragedy happened, like so for an example, they they passed some gun legislation uh, that's about to get passed uh, this week about the school shootings and everything. Ain't got shit to do with the school shootings. They're closing the, the, the quote unquote boyfriend loophole, making it um, extra tests for people under 21 to get firearms, um, a bunch of nothing. But I'm cool with that. All right, you make it more difficult for somebody under 21 to get a firearm. All right, cool, whatever. It's not going to stop them from getting one. Legally, people. People who want to go through the legal process, fine, cool. But my man who shot a nigga because he was wrong for talking that, talking to girls in a, in a gas station, he don't give a fuck about that law. Yeah, and he don't give a fuck about how he get the gun. <laughs> Come on, my nigga. Like, I know niggas that can get you guns. Brand new in the box tonight. They out there. Yeah. They out there. Um, also, the Supreme Court ruled six to three that in. So in New York and in California, um, you can't get a license to carry. You have to prove that you are. You have to prove that there's like a special need in order for you to get a license to carry in New York City. Um, right. Mm-hmm. And it's been that way for a long time, which yeah. is why I said I'll never move to L.A. I never moved to, to to New York. But the Supreme Court ruled two days ago that that shit unconstitutional. Like the Constitution, it, it, it can't be a may. So like you may have the right if you prove some super duper need. Clarence Thomas himself uh, wrote basically there is a right for you to be able to protect yourself inside of the home as well as outside of the home. And that's not a privilege. That's a right. Rights are given by God. 
the Constitution protects those. So the, the government don't give you the right. You born with the right. Right. We we uh, this shit is God given. You can't tell me. You got a, a driving is a privilege. Like you don't have the right to drive on roads that you didn't create and everything. Right. But you have right. a right to protection. So all that shit in New York where niggas can't get pistols and shit. Shit finna go out the window. Shit out the window. Because guess who got them though? Niggas. Niggas who got them got them. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to protect. They need to protect themselves from y'all. Because y'all robbing and doing all this wild shit. It's not fair that you can't protect yourself against the niggas, niggas. who got guns. <laughs> yeah. It don't even make sense to me. Because it doesn't make sense. But I mean, I I get it. <laughs> I'd be really frustrated with black people who don't believe in the Second Amendment or, or think gun laws should be different because my father's 63. He was born in 1959. 1964 was the Civil Act, the Civil Rights Act. So my father was born and it was legal to do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> so like in his actual lifetime. So you think all that burning crosses and 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 um hanging people on the front porch and all that shit would have been the same if niggas was strapped with ARs? <laughs> no, it would have been a little bit different if I come out the house with a 50 round magazine. Like or when it's seven niggas come outside on horses and it's you, your son, and your wife, a, a firearm will level the playing field. Absolutely. Because that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to level the playing field. Like, I don't understand. Especially one with the high capacity. I don't understand how black people living in the society that we live in would ever give up the right to protect yourself against. And, 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 and you give up your right to protect yourself and allow the government to protect you. The police. I don't trust it. Like what, nigga? That's funny because <laughs> I was with my daughter the other day and somebody was banging public enemy. Can't trust it out their car. And she was like, I ain't never heard that before. I was like, oh, we'll listen to it. No, 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 no. I can't trust it. I can't give up my guns. Not as a black man. I can't. I got to be able to protect my family and my home at all costs. And that is my level playing field. If a nick, two niggas break in tonight and I reach up under my bed and get what I got, I've leveled the playing field. And guess what? One of y'all niggas, more than likely both of y'all going to be dead. At least one of y'all ain't making it up out of here. And the Supreme Court says you should be able to do that shit inside of your home and outside of it. Because what that really means is I should be able to defend my life. Like some states have a, a permit for CCW um, and uh, other states have a constitutional carry. Basically, the, 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 the Second Amendment said you got the right to bear arms. So you don't need nothing to say you got a, a piece uh, to carry a pistol on you. Now, that doesn't. And the ruling says. You have the right to do that. Now, it's still up to the states, the state that you live in, to figure out the laws to and the, the requirements for you to do it. Like mental health change. Like this don't got nothing to do with that. Just basically saying is New York City and other 10 other states, you, you, these people have the right to do it. So they don't have to prove like a super reason right. to do it. Now, the laws about how old you can be to sell something like that's still on the states because the Supreme court is not supposed to make decisions like that. They supposed to just protect your rights that have been God given. We're not supposed to dictate 
what you can and can't do. We only step in when the right, the God given right that we're here to protect. And I think you can tie that into another Supreme Court decision about the the reversal of Roe versus Wade. Yeah, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and that we thought this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You can add it to the uh, the one pager of shit Jason was right about. I mean, I can't take credit for this because the shit leaked that this was about to happen. <laughs> so, okay, um, so we don't have to add that to your one pager. So that's cool. I mean, the people know. Did you see what not 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 uh, Macho tag you in? I saw it. Shit, I was right about. I don't want to give you credit for that. <laughs> nigga Davies was wearing that nigga jersey because he looked exactly <laughs> just, like just him. like that nigga, man. <laughs> um, but so I'm not about to tell you what you should or should do with your body. You know what I'm saying? My opinion on the matter, it don't. It, I'm not here to talk about that. But the. The headlines and the understanding of actually what happened, I think, is misleading because it would appear that y'all think that the Supreme Court took away y'all rights. No. What we said is in 1973, there was a case. We stepped in and overstepped. Because we made a law or ruling that changed the law in all 50 states that was not based on a God-given right because there's right. nowhere in the constitution that you have a God-given right to have an abortion or some shit like that and until it until that's there then we would protect that but whatever he basically like yo this is a state's issue there was 22 other states that already had their own version of what you think should happen and they said listen this is something that the people should be voting on. Not us seven, I think, at the time. We shouldn't be making, or nine people now, like we shouldn't be making the decision for all 50 states because that's not how our system was set up. This is some shit you're supposed to handle on the state level. Just like the fact that I can have a gun in my car, I can have a weed in my car in Detroit and drive home, get stopped by the police, and continue on my way home. If I was in New York, I would go to prison. Yeah, because you can't have a gun and you can't have and weed. weed because states make up laws for their state. Now, there are some states who do not like abortion, don't want it. And they and now that that protection is gone, they're going to make a decision in their particular state. Right. Right. A lot of southern states, uh, assumably so. Yeah. We live in a democracy, though, allegedly. So if you live in one of those states and you don't agree, then vote that person out of office. Now, what happens if a person goes into office who is for and one goes into it who is against and they vote for the nigga who against? Did that, just, did that mean like the majority of the people in your state, a democracy, have made a decision? Yeah, but I but when states start banning abortions, you're, you're creating other problems. You, you it's become it's going to be a social problem where, you know, people that have the means to cross state lines and set up, you know, shop in another state for a week or two will be able to, to get healthy abortions. People that are poor, brown, black, white people are going to start to suffer because abortion is going to be done in basements and back rooms and all other type of unscrupulous ways. And you putting people's life and health 
in grave jeopardy. So you handle that at on the state level. You do, but like some, some that could take a long time to enact that type of change. You get a new governor every four years. But nigga, like telling some telling the state, you get a new governor every four years. Our governor here said, "Ain't shit changing." Okay, and and she she made that that choice on the state level, but not a, not every governor is going to make that choice. And I think if you're waiting four years, you're putting a lot of people in danger. And like when you got to look at things like an eptopic pregnancy, that has to end in an abortion. Uh, if you have a miscarriage and your body does not release the baby, you have to go through an abortion process. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying those things would be legal if a woman did if a woman did not go through that process, that a killer. That a killer, and we shouldn't be making those type of moral, moral standings on on women's health. I just I just believe that is wrong. I, be- I understand that, but what I, I guess what I'm saying is that's not a position for the Supreme Court. To no, it's not. It's not. But it's I feel a like state right issue. But I feel like states need to move a little bit faster in making sure that these things are protected. In that case, well, there are people in the state who can put pressure on the local level on people to get that shit changed. Like we live in a democracy. Like if the, if everybody in your state vote and and they like, no, nah, we want this shit to be just like that. So are you saying, well, fuck democracy? I just want what I want. I'm not saying I'm. A, I agree with that shit. Just like I agree yeah. that all drugs should be legal because it creates underbellies of this and that. But and, and that's what I'm worried about that 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 underbelly that it's going to create once you make those things illegal. I, I can't think the name of the state. I want to say it's Alabama, but like all abortions that were pre-scheduled have now been like canceled. Yeah. All those all those they do still leave uh, the medical thing in there. So I, I know people make those those like, well, what about this? Like they they still handle that shit. I don't. I don't even. I can't even say whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. But what I'm saying is. It's not the Supreme Court. It's not the federal government's job to tell you what you can and can't do. That's some shit that you personally have to vote on on the local level. So you just got to handle it on the local level. Okay. Like we're not taking your right. The right is up to your governor and or the lawmakers in your state in your your state. And if it seems like people are really, really passionate about this, right? So take all that passion to the state. Yeah. It should be. I mean, it people, should, people outside marching tonight. Go to they're, your state capital. They're out there now. And, and the news are kind of painting a picture that they are expecting like some violent waves. I just hope. The insurrection? There we go. Oh. I just hope that you, we can. We can't be violent because, you know, the insurrection, they was violent when they like, you know. I just want. I don't. I don't want bloodshed behind this. I, I think well, it's about bloodshed. <laughs> coming I, from coming from me of all people, I I just think so. Yeah. Women should be women should be allowed to make the choices for their bodies, and I just hope so. Look, that however this ends is for the benefit and for the best case for women. Some people think. So I think that people are not using when people have these conversations uh, they're doing it from the side of the fence that they're on I think that if we just looked at shit as like humans on a human level like you probably got a number in your brain for how far pregnancy should be long can get along before you think you have a you should have an abortion like right. whatever that number is like you got a number like yo 
My nigga, this is uh, like yeah, yeah. You, you got a number that's you uncomfortable with, right? Absolutely. Like so, the the Roe v. Wade was for the first two trimesters. So up until six months, some people would think that six months is way too late to do that. But the Roe v. Wade provided the first two trimesters. There are people be like, "Yo, at six months, my nigga, uh, you I, had a premature." Was she? Yeah. How 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 long was she? Far along? Shit, man, twenty six weeks. Just a little bit over six months. Yeah. So like that that probably I don't know your 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 cutoff, but it's probably somewhere around yeah, there. Right? Yeah. But so people who are against it, they got an earlier cutoff, right? So maybe they person they personal cutoff is four months. Like whatever however you feel about six months, somebody feels about four months. It don't because that number is two months off, it don't make their feelings less valid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's these are real people, right? And people like, listen. I think life should be held sacrosanct. And this is what the, this is the argument. It's not my opinion, whatever. This is the argument. The argument is you should be able to do whatever you want with your body. But when there's two bodies, somebody got to speak up for the second body that's there. And then they start arguing, well, when is it a body? You know what I'm saying? And then that's where the argument changes and people get so emotional on both sides because your cutoff could be six months. Another person cut off in three months. But like, we gotta respect both sides, right? Like, understand where both sides are coming from, because it can't be black and white. We do understand that these things are probably still gonna happen, right? But like, so now what do you do, right? So if you live in a state that um, effectively abortion may not be an option for you any longer, how do you move forward in your life? Are you careful? Do you like how? Because like whether the whole if this happened, it just happened. Ain't nobody about to overturn the Supreme Court, right? So like, what do you do now? How do you move forward? How do you protect yourself? How do you get yourself adequate health care? And I think you know that's that's where the the waters become a little bit murkier. And how do we help people? Because there should be. So if my state makes it illegal, there's there should be a channel for assistance. Now, is I don't, there something that you can do to not get pregnant before you put yourself in that situation? What I'm saying, when I say, what are you going to do moving forward? Because the situation is the situation. So what do we do? Make make Plan B free? Make condoms free? I don't I don't know. I mean, condoms don't cost that much. No, but but if you're poor, like we so talked about earlier, poor. Because that's always an option. That's we, all poor. poor people do is fuck. Well, socioeconomic. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what poor people do. They fuck. It passes the time. Well, stop. Now that you know, if you if you poor, you can't take care of it. It's, gonna easy, be fucking. it's easier said than done, Jason. It's easier said than done. Poor people like to have sex. Well, listen, use use protection if that's going to be the case. I don't fucking know. So, I mean, we, we can give all these textbook answers, but it like, it's the truth. You can either make the decision to do it or not. I get it. It's going to be difficult. Okay. Okay. It's, it, it may be the truth, but now you've had the truth. You know what the truth is. And now you still six and a half weeks pregnant with a baby that you don't want to keep. Like there's, there still should be some options. You shouldn't be tied to it over a mistake or it ain't oh, a mistake. You intentionally had sex. <laughs> Jay, you, you intentionally had sex. I, I get what you're saying fundamentally, but I but no, shit actually fuck shit happens. Shit, and when you have sex, sometimes shit fucking happens. Whether you use birth control, whether you use protection, shit still happens. It happens. Well, in certain states, 
you can't use that as a form of birth control no more. So you're going to have to make some decisions. And that's unfortunate that those decisions were different yesterday than they are today. Yesterday's, I don't want to use that. But like, I mean, how do I, so listen. Somebody asked this question earlier today and it was totally unrelated, but it's super duper related. They didn't know that was related. Okay. You and your wife or your significant other having a baby. Um, and you don't care until the baby's born. <laughs> okay. Like, are you wrong for that? Like you four months in, she four months pregnant, five months pregnant, and you don't care yet. I heard somebody say like, "Oh, what? You, are you happy about the baby? Like, are you love your new baby? They're like, like I don't, I don't know it yet. It ain't here. Like, I don't know yet." I, I I understand that level of thinking. It's probably wrong to your partner as you watch their body change and go through it. But but as a father, in my opinion, for a mother. Motherhood starts at inception. The day that she finds out that she's pregnant, well, she, just 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 hear my theory. The day that a woman finds out she's pregnant, in yeah. her mind, she is a mother. She's in mother mode. Her job is to protect. Her job should be to protect the baby, get it here as healthy as possible. For a father, I think that process is a little bit different. And until, in some instances, until you see the growth of her belly, or until you see that child. Like fatherhood don't feel real to you. Man, how'd you let me do this to you? <laughs> so I get that. Okay. But like, so before Roe v. Wade was canceled, you can get an abortion up to the six months. Right. But people will argue that's not a baby. It's not life. Okay. And that's why I can get an abortion. Because it's not, not, life. not a life. All right. But then you make the argument that at the moment of conception, a woman thinks that they're a mother. So you got to recognize that there's a life there. Cause okay. like how you like, so you know what I'm saying? So one half of the argument, like it's not life, it's not born. So I can get rid of it. But then the other one's like, yeah, I'm a mother as soon as I found out. So it's a life. And then some people are arguing, like, listen, well, it's the when spark of life. It's, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? But some life force. I don't, the argument for, for one half of the shit is like, yo, when there are two lives, you can't do whatever you want to do no more because right. there's two lives in that motherfucker. But some people, and that's the eternal battle. Some people, women be like, yo, I find out I'm pregnant. I'm a mom now. Yeah. I got to do everything I need. And guess what? In principle, unless something happens and steps in, it's going to be a baby. <laughs> like, it's going to be a baby. Okay. I'm like, with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's gonna be a baby unless something else happens. But and it's a one hundred percent chance that it's gonna be a baby. No, it's a one hundred percent chance after abortion the baby's gonna the baby's dead. It's one hundred percent. Like <laughs> I don't I don't like where you're going. I don't like where you, but I get it. I get you know it. what I'm saying. Yeah. So like that be the that that is the eternal argument, and I understand both sides. You know what I'm saying. I empathize with both sides because somebody like yeah. But I don't I don't want this. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the other side was like, I know you don't want it, but now there's a life there and we allegedly care about life and all the other dumb shit. And we're gonna make you keep it. Like, it's not like COVID. You know what I'm saying? You didn't you didn't catch pregnant. Like it was something very You deliberate. made pregnant. Yeah, you made <laughs> pregnant and shit. So like I just understand both sides. So I'm not like 
closed off and cold hearted to both arguments because they both super valid. You know what I'm saying? And since everybody is different, some sides of the state are different. Some sides of the country are different. Maybe that's a that's a decision that should be left up to the people and how y'all want to run y'all 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 communities. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you comfortable in your community with this being an option, then you go about making those changes. You know what I'm saying? I, I get you. And I get if, you. If you think like, no, nigga, this should not happen in your community, then you go about making, making those, those changes. changes yeah. But to assume that across the board, everybody needs to do the same thing. And these nine people get to decide across the board for everybody. And that's, that's, that's not their job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not that we should have it or we shouldn't. I think the option should be there because it's going to be worse off if it's not for some people. You know what I'm saying? So whatever you do, whether I agree or not. They shouldn't be forcing people to have children in a place where we don't have affordable housing, universal health care and, you know, ways for people to, you know, live outside of poverty. The only thing about that is like. But you knew that before you like you already knew Come that. Come on, Jay. Shit. Just let it go. People like to fuck, especially poor folk. They like to fuck. And, if and I, regardless of my socioeconomic standing, I'm a fuck. And if a baby come out of it, I'm just going to kill it. Because I want my, my enjoyment comes before the possible Look, whatever. That's, and that's what happens. And that's, it, why the, that's why the country beefing, though. Because it's like, well, damn, my nigga. Yes, we should all be more responsible. But like shit happens. Shit we happens. We should be more responsible, but I'm not going to be. <laughs> fuck. I know, I know the consequences, but I'm going to do whatever I want to do. It's fucked up. You've had unprotected sex. It feels amazing. It does. And sometimes it just leads to babies. Yeah, but child come out of it. I got I got a child now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a child now. Yeah. It is what it is. All right. That's all I got. But uh long story short, the Supreme Court is not them nine people don't decide. What should happen in the country? If you don't like some shit, write your fucking governor or vote and get that motherfucker out. It's really that simple. Or it should be that simple. Nothing yeah. is simple in life, in politics. It's not. Nothing is simple in life. Yeah. That's probably the, the the bar that we'll, that we'll close with. Uh, I do have a music pick of the week. My music pick of the week comes from one of my favorite artists out the city. Uh, the homie Say It Ain't Porsche dropped her newest project, Champagne Dreams. I'm really feeling the project. I feel Porsche. I feel like Porsche is a star. I'll say it again. I feel like Porsche is a star. She dropped a visual for Gimme, but my favorite song off the album is Finer Things off of the album Champagne Dreams. This is my music pick of the week. Say it ain't Porsche. Cause it match. I 
That sounds real West Coast. Yeah, so that's that say it ain't Porsche off of the project Champagne Dreams. I reached out to Porsche. She said she want to come back in and talk some shit with us. What, what was the name of the episode? Playing in your face. So we <laughs> we gonna invite her back here. Hopefully she bring her home girl. They was a they was a good time. So we can uh kick it, talk about the music, and just catch up with what she's doing. But I feel uh, she dropped a visual to Gimme with Perrier Perrier Rosewood. Uh, on YouTube like a day ago So like go run them streams up And while you're on YouTube watching Porsche follow, Jump over to Jay Johnson 313 on YouTube And hit that follow So we can start streaming live on YouTube as well And you know keep giving y'all that content That's a fact Alright man my whose man's is this I'll just let y'all hear this shit Cause you ain't gonna believe this shit These siblings are furious. Their brother, who police say was an armed robber, was gunned down by a store clerk. The pair acknowledges it was, he, that he was wrong for Roosevelt Rapley to try and rob the Dollar General on North Gettysburg Avenue, but they say the clerk shouldn't have had a gun at work. Rochelle and Juan Rapley say their younger brother, Roosevelt Rapley, was the second of ten siblings killed by gunfire. I still don't believe it. Like, at the end of the day, I don't believe my brother is dead. They, like, it ain't kicked in. And they're furious about how it happened. At the end of the day, that's not right. Police say a Dollar General clerk shot and killed 23-year-old Roosevelt, who showed a gun and demanded cash Wednesday. Witnesses indicated that the weapon was brandished and pointed at, at employees. The siblings recognize their brother's wrongdoing. He got some responsibility, but not all. But they say that still doesn't warrant the clerk's actions. Right and wrong is wrong. That was wrong for that clerk to shoot my brother and Come the fuck on. Amen. Roosevelt fucked around and found out. <laughs> you play stupid games, you win a dumbass fucking prize. Listen, dog. This is why I'm never not carrying a gun. These niggas exist in the real world. Like while we were just talking, like yo, I like this the motherfucker. That, that sound like a parody almost. Like that would be a skit on the Chappelle show. A real fucking life. I know y'all was getting robbed. Oh well. So you don't know nobody never want to take the the responsibility for their fucking actions. Roosevelt he, was probably a super predator. And he's, we saw that shit at a young age and just ignored it. He connected to allegedly possibly fifteen other robberies. This motherfucker point. He walking that bitch. Roosevelt is a menace. And Dollar General standing behind a nigga say he was permitted to have it. Because you know why? A Dollar General and Family Dollar probably get robbed the most out of any store ever in the history of stores. Them bitches is always getting robbed. You know why? Because they're in poor environments and poor people steal shit because they're in fucking poverty. Listen, dog. Some niggas got to die. And if you point a gun at me, you should be one of them. I, I do want to feel bad about Roosevelt. I'm sorry that that young brother lost his life. But if you come up into the store brandishing the gun and the nigga behind the counter happens to have a gun and while you got your guard down, he shoots you in the chest. Yo, these people exist in real life. That's his brother and sister. What I'm saying is like this level of mentality, this level of level of stupid level of stupid is the people who be voting. Like they, damn Jay. These, these are the people who be voting or don't, and like these are the people who make decisions, and these are the people who raise children to be like that. Two of ten siblings, you should have stopped fucking a long time ago. But don't nobody because poor, pe- poor people like to fuck. 
Well, fuck off then. <laughs> Maybe you got, like, at some point, it's your fault. Why the fuck you got 10 kids? Two of them dead from good violence. One of them rock, like, why the fuck you got 10 kids? Stop fucking. Like, it can't be that easy. Stop fucking. Your pleasure ain't worth a, a pain. Because these kids got to grow up. For the dumbass parent, possibly, it, it, or eight dumbass parents. It's 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 easier said than done. It's easier said. Who than said done. it was gonna be easy? Life ain't easy. Ain't none of this shit easy. It's a struggle. But you responsible for that shit. Ain't nothing happened to your life by chance. Everything that fucking happened, good or bad, is because of the decisions that you made that led to you to somewhere. And like, god damn, the nigga got himself fucking killed, and that's his fault. Ain't nobody else fought in the, uh, uh, hey, He ain't taking Why he take matters in his own hands He's supposed to call the police Bitch you ain't supposed to rob Why Why your brother take matters in his own hands Why he get a fucking job That is his job Well he, he got fired today Nigga <laughs> 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 got fired Today Some of these niggas need to be gone Forever <laughs> <laughs> Like some of these niggas Got to be gone man Yeah No ever <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Roosevelt lost his life. This shit really sound like a parody when you play it. Man, you know what I did after all this shit this week? All this crazy shit. Went to the gun range. No, I bought me a new rifle though. Okay. Let me show you this shit. <laughs> Cause this bitch cold. Uh. Yeah, man. I bought a. I got this new one. That's nice. Cause I don't trust you niggas. I don't like you niggas. Stay away from me. Um. Stay away from my house. <laughs> I don't want no parts of this. I'm I was outside two weekends in a row. I'm inside now. I'm not going outside. I don't want nothing to do with niggas, dog. I don't Fair want enough. nothing to do with y'all. I can't you can't three of them situations was in a gas station. I don't even want to go. And I gotta go to the gas station. Shit is wild. Give me a fucking electric vehicle so <laughs> I, I can, gotta go I to can the energize gas at home. Fuck. God damn. It's wild out here, man. Niggas is wildin', dog. Man, thank God God still be guiding because <laughs> Lord cover me when it comes to the, the there's only one force in the universe more powerful than the Holy the, the Holy Spirit is the most powerful force in the universe and then it's niggatry. Dead second. Holy Spirit niggatry. Lord, this is your man Dame three underscores three one three. At me, talk to me, I'll talk back. I am on the Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Dame three underscores three one three. Look, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast. Be on the lookout for Dame After Dark. It's going to drop sometime next week. I just want y'all to tune in. Come come with a, a clear mind, an open mind. Listen to the sex party. And continue to listen to and support Shop Talk Podcast. It's good quality content coming up out this bitch. Uh, yo, uh, Supreme Court was Supreme Courting today, this week, nigga. Yeah. Dropped two. They dropped the that, Supreme Team. Them niggas dropped that gun shit, and then two days later, nobody care about that gun shit. Shout out to my New York niggas who can carry pistols and shit now. Yeah. Uh, if you in a state that don't allow uh, what you want to happen, you should probably move. And not because, like, you should move, but see, this is a free market system, right? And if niggas stop going to your store, you change some shit that's going on with your store. If niggas start leaving your state and going... You change shit to go on with your state. You know what I'm saying? You start losing tax revenue and tax bases and shit like that. When when niggas not fucking with your state no more, 
Then you go, oh shit, we need some new leadership around this motherfucker, man. We that's just how it is. Is it immediate? No, but life ain't immediate. All that, all the problems that we into right now took a long time to get in there. How you eat an elephant? Long time to get out of there. How you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. And you don't, you don't eat it all at the same time. So it takes some time to eat the bitch. Yeah, but like shit, leave these motherfucking states. They love Detroit. Leave the city you in. It used to be two million motherfuckers. It's barely six hundred thousand now. Yeah. Like in real life, niggas dipped. Now they bringing them. They trying to bring everybody back. But we don't like some shit shaking. Get the fuck on. I know that sounds harsh, but you can change shit. Every, every it's always a decision. Okay. And, and if we ever get to a point where Michigan is on some fuck shit, trying to take my rights, I'm out. Because I'm not living nowhere that I ain't free. Or All right. In order for me to be free, I'm gonna have to fight for my. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Nah, I'm not living. I'm living in a free state where I'm. At. I'm gonna be in a free. Matter of fact, I'm always gonna be free because my freedom comes from God. You can physically put me anywhere. I'm still gonna be free. But like. If, I, if some shit popping And I'm not fucking with it I got to go Alright You know what I'm saying Listen When you see the blue and the black You know where you at Shop Talk Podcast Studio Book some time I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast But We are Jane Day Hell yeah Peace